What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the latest episode of the Never Been Done Podcast. Episode number 55, and it's almost a one-year anniversary, gentlemen. No, a two-year anniversary. Two. Almost two-year anniversary. Two-year, that's right. And to kick off our two-year anniversary uh, month, we tonight are doing how we kind of started the podcast to begin with, with Oscar nominations. So, um, films from 2019. We're going to go over the list, and we're going to go over the uh, likes and dislikes and uh, what the Academy snubbed once again, because they're a bunch of cunts, and we'll see how it goes. Anyway, before we kick it off, how goes it, gentlemen? It's going pretty good. I'm having a good week. I feel good about our podcast, and I'm going to talk a lot of shit about the Joker, but we'll get to that. We will get to that, and uh, sorry, Butch, ahead of time, but I'm not sorry. (laughs) Man, I don't know. It's fine, I guess. I'm not sorry either. He's hung up on that shit, and it's like, I, anyway, we'll talk about it. Oh, Tyler, that's it's fine. It's not a bad movie. It's not, it's not a bad movie. It's just what it's been like, how it's being portrayed is sure. But anyway, where it's falling in the grand scheme of politics is ridiculous. And I know you say you don't actually feel bad, but CBS is still a little under the weather, so he's a. Uh, oh yeah, we finally got medicine today, so that's good. He's got the sexy, the sexy growl over there. The sad thing is, I was at the doctor this morning, middle of the day. Sorry, not. What well, doesn't matter when. And uh, there was a new girl doing the blood pressure and all that nonsense when you check in. And she's like, "How are you doing, bottom? Same thing. Everybody asks me all the time." And I'm like, "Well, in my voice, everything's all right." And she kind of laughed. I said, "Unless you like this voice, in that case, next time I talk to you, you're gonna be disappointed." <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny to me. And she's like, um, let's take your blood pressure. And I'm like, yep. I think I'm hilarious. It was great. Uh, That's definitely a big, fun of the doctor. big pimping move for sure. It was fun. I noticed her wedding ring afterwards, so whatever. Engagement ring. Yeah, it's not going to be the last time a married chick gets hit on, so. <laughs> do, do this for me for future reference. Be like, Hello out there to all the ladies in Radio Land. Like I say, like, oh, let me take a drink and see if I can do that. Or say something like, this song goes out to all the ladies out there in Radio Land. Now I'm confused what I'm supposed to say. It's pretty much hello ladies or something. Okay, give me a second. Something sexy. Put some soul into it. <laughs> hello to all the ladies out there in Radio Land. Yeah. That was pretty good. There you go. That was pretty good. If I heard your voice, you didn't know it was you, I'd be like, that guy is definitely not white. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. I just keep thinking about what Billy D used to say in the Colt 45 commercials, and all I can think about is the parodies. What did he say? Lando's cooler than the other side of the pillow, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And I I know that's not what he actually said in those, because I don't think I've ever actually seen a real one. But I know he did them, and I know he is cooler than the other side of Pillow, so. Anyway, that's what I got. You want to ride in my Millennium Falcon? Except I can't say Falcon, right? I did just now, though. No, you say Millennium Vulcan. You want to take a ride in the Millennium Falcon? It's kind of the same. That girl's not my daughter. We're going to go pimping the galaxy. I think it is his daughter, though. That's what's funny. Doesn't matter. You yeah. probably have sex with her first and then figure it out. I think racism Game is a of it. <laughs> Weird. He doesn't know. He does, uh, he's like, if I don't know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like slightly worse than Luke and Leia it? It's terrible. 
Just terrible. I think like, that's worse, obviously, right? I think the racism is rampant yeah. in Star Wars land. <laughs> so, like every black person in Star Wars is related. Was related to Lando. There's only four of them, so I guess. Yeah. Windu, Lando, Finn, and whatever that girl's name was. Exactly. Anyway. Anyway. I'd like to think there's more black stormtroopers. Well, you wouldn't be able to tell because the helmets. Although there is a whole group of black stormtroopers because their suits are black. They're the Death Troopers. Right, but I mean... They're awesome. Skin. You don't know what's underneath. Maybe they all are. They're Vader's. Vader inside is James Earl Jones. Is that why they're such terrible shots? The Death Troopers are better. The uh, regular Stormtroopers, they're the ones with the problem. Right. Death Troopers get work done. You see all them in the end of uh, Mandalorian. See, they just didn't clone the right person and pick the right children. I think Jango Fett was awesome. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, not awesome enough for them to be. I mean, he lost his head, but hitting whatever. no targets. But the clone troopers—they were hitting targets. They were hitting droids. Clone troopers were droids because yeah. they were fucking morons. Well, I mean, it's like the worst robots. AI of all time. Yeah, but they were still hitting them. So I think they, right. the the product was still pure at that point. But then I think they started like. So what you're trying to say is, as the clone troopers had offspring, because they were clones of offspring, they were stupider. Yeah, it's kind of like multiplicity with uh, the great you don't think, like Michael Keaton as he clones himself yeah. and clones of clones of clones. Clone of clones, stupider. Yeah, exactly. I go with that idea, but then the biker scouts at the end of in the Mandalorian when they're like messing with the weapons. That was funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> but is it I mean, true? it was funny because it's like they still they can't hit a fucking can that's right like ten feet away. But like when he shook the gun, it rattled. It shouldn't rattle. Like it was a fucking yeah can of spray paint. It shouldn't rattle at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though. Should have punched. Shouldn't have punched Baby Yoda. That's it's like they're gets. giving them shitty weapons on purpose. Well, that's what I'm saying. The bigger, and more manufactured it is, the worse they are. So the real downfall of the Empire was that they were cheap on their weapons. Possibly. That's, that's what they get. Except for the the giant cannon. Yeah. Well, I guess you put thing. all your money into it, put it into the big gun, right? It makes sense. Sure. They they had their heart in the right place. I feel for destroying the galaxy. <laughs> They're really you know, trying to destroy. They're trying to control it. Overlooking the the little men that don't matter. Just you know, the sure. big guns are what kill, matters. Kill by amount of what do you call that? When there's more participation than I don't know. There's a word, but I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Move on. I know we were. Um, I know I did talk. Speaking of like, cause she was she was a shock trooper. Is that what she was? Are you talking about uh? What's her name? Cara Dune. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was a shock trooper. Carano? Yes. Yeah. Gina. Her character, Cara Dune. That's her name? Okay. Cara Dune's the character in the show, yeah. I want to do whatever I can to try and get her on this podcast, because I think I could charm her. I don't think I could handle it. I think I could charm her away. I think I'd be beating off in the corner. Well, I mean, now that she's done a Star Wars movie, the chance of her showing a comic book shows is a lot more likely with the Deadpool in the belt. Yeah. Deadpool Star Wars. Oh, yeah, she was in Deadpool. Yeah. I forgot about that. How did you forget? I don't Come know. On, I don't know how I forgot Come about on. that. There's a lot of people talking about wanting her to play She-Hulk, which would be awesome. That would be pretty awesome. But chance are they won't cast her, which is sad. Wait, who is she in Deadpool? She's the ba- the the muscle in the, in the first one. First movie. She's a less angry, or the more angry Rose. No, less angry Rose. Oh, Obama. yeah. See, she like, was like the Russian bitch. She wasn't Russian. She was Didn't she have an accent? She had some kind of fucking uh-uh, accent. No. That's Colossus. She's the one that like like Ryan Reynolds steals her toothpick. Right, right, right. I match. remember she was blonde, right? She fights the Was she blonde in no. that? 
What movie? What movie did you see? Damn it! I swear <laughs> to God, she was blonde and Russian. Like superhero no. jump, superhero jump, and she jumps off, and she's all fu- like, and she fights Colossus, and Colossus rips her shirt and gets all fucking. He's like, oh, sorry because of her boob. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then she racks him <laughs> like the best. Yeah, I don't know how I didn't put that together. I feel yeah. like that we failed as um, movie podcasters. I'm say not me, but okay. Well, Tyler and me failed as movie <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> to, to having not put those things together. It's funny because I feel like I mentioned that before. I thought we talked about her on the uh, Mandalorian episode. I think I said that. But I did sound worse than this, so who knows. Did you, were you sick then, too? I think I was. Is this your third one we've done where we've been sick? Probably, because I don't ever get a break. You don't ever get a break? No. Hence why we're here. Not about that. I'll show you that. I don't know what that means. Don't say we don't get a break, because you're the one that wants to do a top five episode after this one. Because so. that one has responsibilities to happen. Has responsibilities. Yeah. Uh-oh. When you apply to shows for press, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Yeah. You can apply to shows for this one, too. Still, I'll start doing it. I don't know what kind of show we go to, but maybe can. That'd be cool. Just can take press. Well, we can do it with comic ones with this, too. Because we talk about comic movies all the time. Yeah. I guess we always try. There's no reason not to try. What does Yoda say? Do or do not, there is no try. Tyler started applying to places. You know how to use the internet. Way applying for what? Exactly. Um, Comic cons. I was looking up what she looked like in Deadpool. Was she blonde? No. Not at all. I'm picturing someone, and I don't know who it is. (laughs) Maybe it's a girl from New Mutants. She's blonde. No. One of them is, at least. It's not that. Yeah, I don't know. You're I kind of started ignoring that shit. Oh, man. The new trailer looks awesome. Huh? I haven't even watched it. Oh, we got to fix that because it's great. The new trailer is awesome. The original one was a little dark, but color-wise, apparently this is more like the original anyway. We'll see. Do you have some news to talk about so we can move along? I do. I want you to say what's in the news today with that sexy voice. Oh, my God. It's like I have to reset every time. I can't. It's like, what's in the news, ladies? Why does it always have to be ladies? Well, then it would be kind of be like you're t- calling Tyler me ladies, so then it's not like you're insulting us, get it? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> That's funny. Or be like, what's in the news, you fucking lady? Like, like you're a fucking gym teacher or a football coach, you know, talking down to a player. <laughs> like Arlie Ermy and fucking Zabie okay? Silverman. I don't think that's politically okay anymore, is it? Oh, yeah. You can still do that. Um, what's in the news, ladies? That didn't work as good as they All right. What's in the news today, gentlemen? The Morbius trailer dropped, and I think it looks fucking fantastic. I think I know as much shit as CBS has talked about Jared Leto. I think he's going to be a perfect fit for that. I like 30 Seconds to Mars just fine. I don't that was his band, right? Yeah. There you go. But just because his Joker's terrible doesn't mean he'll be bad. He looks like a vampire anyway. Yeah, but I, that's what I said. But you were like, you sound like I think it's going to be terrible. It's kind of. I think I we can go back. I never and, said that, but it does look good though. I think we can go back and listen to find out exactly what you said, but it's not that big of a deal. Good luck with that. Uh, it does look cool though. Right. What do you think, Tyler? I don't have much input on that. Like I've watched the trailer, but I know nothing about. Do you feel like it looks exciting? I feel like it looks like another Venom, and I was really hoping to like that, and I didn't like it that much. And I love Tom Hardy. 
and I like Jared Leto less than I like Tom Hardy, so I just don't <laughs> have much feelings on it. I think any time a vampire movie comes out and there's tons of violence in it, I think that that's a good thing because so many vampire things have come out that are just watered down like romantic bullshit that this could potentially be a good thing. And he does look like a fucking vampire because he's pale and weird looking as it is. Well, I mean, just this is his structure of his jaw. Like his face. Yeah. It looks like Morbius. You've never seen the comic books. He looks like... He does look like Morbius. He does look like Morbius, the way they draw him. And Morbius was originally based off, I think, William Defoe. No. No. Gosh. Who was he originally based off of? There's an actor he was originally based off, but I can't remember who it is. I'll figure that out. Um, yeah. So... Dr. Doolittle is expected to bomb at the box office. And I don't know why the people are saying that, but it's that's supposedly supposed to happen. Weird. Um, it's for Robert Downey Jr. So, so. For Robert Downey Jr.'s first um, post-Marvel fi- like universe film, it's kind of a... might not be the best reception. But I think that also people are... Gonna go see it just because he's in it, so at first it might do really well, but then after that, who knows? But on top of that, he has Sherlock Holmes 3 coming out as well, I think later this year, early next year. It's next year. But, uh, so that's gonna be, I think will be fucking good. I'm gonna say as much as I have grown to love Downey, I don't have much desire to go see Doolittle. I won't go see it, but I'll, I mean, I'll be into watching it once it's like on HBO or Stars or something. Or you steal it off the internet for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just, we'll just do that. It's just like, as far as family films go, like, it's kind of like Into the Wild or whatever with, uh, or Call of the Wild. Like, I saw the trailer for that today. I just, I have no desire to go see that. And I love Harrison Ford. Well, I don't really have any desire to see family oriented movies in the theater, period. Right. Um, speaking of Robert Downey Jr., he was on Joe Rogan this week, and he says that he's super excited for Robert Pattinson's Batman, and he says he thinks he's an incredible actor and he's going to do a great job. Um, that endorsement is interesting for me because a lot of people are on the fence with Pattinson as Batman. Um, I actually think he's going to do a good job because he's got the, like as CBS has pointed out multiple times, he's got the jaw for it, and that's to be Batman, you've got to have that jaw. Um I think he's going to be better than Affleck for sure, and Clooney and Val Kilmer. But well, being he's getting his own movie, I think he'll have more feet where he's not sharing the screen the same way Affleck had to. That'll be a benefit for him in the first place, because Affleck was thrown into a batch where he's not the main character, so you have to rely on the idea that everything else still mattered from other movies. Being that he doesn't have to share the spotlight with a Superman and a Wonder Woman and whoever the hell else. I mean, that works in his favor. But George Clooney had the right jaw, too, and that movie is great if you like Batman 66, which I do. But if you don't like 66, then it's not that good a movie. Yeah, it's not a good movie. It was Jack Palance that Morbius is based off of, the way he looks. Who? <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> in the comic books. No, but who? Jack, Jack Palance. Palance. The actor. Hmm. That's who uh, the original artist, Roy Thomas, drew him off of. Ah. So Jack Palance was the... Look, inspiration originally. Now, granted, we're a long way from that, considering, but that's who it was. I'll say with Pattinson as Batman, like each movie I see with him in it, like each new one I see, 
I'm more and more sold on him. I think in my head and probably in a lot of other people's heads, like he's just the fucking guy from Twilight, you know? Right. Because it's like, it's hard. And you can say the same about Daniel Radcliffe and Harry Potter. Like, he's just Harry Potter. Until he some other shit. I watched, what was it called? Um, Swiss Army Man? No, he was really good in that, but I think it was called Imperium. And he's like a fucking journalist that gets hired to infiltrate these Nazis that are going to, like, build some bombs going somewhere. So he has to act like a fucking Nazi. And he's not even trained. Like, he's not... He's being paid, I think, by the FBI, but he's not actually in the FBI. Huh. And it's like, I'm sold on that guy after that shit. But, you know, these guys... It's cool that there's guys that... You think it'll just always be shitty actors, but it was like, they were just in some fucking movies when they were young, and now they're like actually right. grown-ass men trying to do work. Well, the defect, the defect will default to all that is like whenever they were first announced Heath Ledger as Joker, 75% of us said, are you fucking kidding? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was ridiculous at first, too. Right. So. And then when he comes to deliver, I mean, Chris Evans is Captain America, I scoffed also. Now I feel real bad for it, because the dude's amazing. I kind of got that, like why he got the role, but I was still, hair. I was still kind of like, well, he's been so many fucking, he's a good character, kind of like dude. that, like yeah. yeah, but not another teen movie, bro. People, people start growing as they get older. Just turns out no one ever had him test his chops. Yeah, and like he comes to Captain America, and the dude's amazing. But there's some good indie Robert Pattinson movies that you guys should watch. That definitely sell me on him being a good Batman. I mean, I heard a lot of good things about The Lighthouse, but I haven't seen that. I just watched it, like, uh, end of last week, sometime. And it's it's fucking great. Cool. So, anyway. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. and Joe Rogan. I love telling people to listen to a different podcast besides our own on our own podcast. But it's actually a really cool episode, especially... Because a lot of times we cut, we spend a lot of time talking about Marvel movies and comic movies in general, but it's he's pretty fucking rad in real life too, and like Rogan's pretty much like no bullshit when it comes to stuff, so there's no like fakeness to it. So I was pretty stoked on it. Taika Waititi, is that how you say it? CBS. Sure. He's been been being courted by Disney right now to direct a Star Wars film. Um, other people that are lined up to do them right now are Ryan Johnson and Kevin Feige. Feige? Feige? Feige. Feige. Yeah. Kevin Feige. Feige. Feige, I think it is. Is it the guy who's in charge of Marvel? Yeah. but they're. Both, I think it's Feige. Feige. Something like um, that. They're both lined up. Or all three of them are, are being, are basically lined up to do a Star Wars film. Um, they're all actually supposedly... I've heard multiple things, but as of today, there's supposed to be one in 2022, 24, and 26. That would fit with the original prognosis they were trying to do every other year or whatever. You know, if if, he, if they're going to give Watiti, is that, what is his name? Taiko Watiti? Yeah, Tyler's getting a cocktail, but Taika Watiti? I think That's the guy, yeah, yeah. If they're going to give him one, if he did a tag and bank movie, that'd be awesome. Because he would make sense for a tag and bank movie. Right. Anything else that dude makes no sense. 
Well, no, but that, I don't think that's true because he did direct a couple episodes of Mandalorian, ex- and including the very the last last episode. Sure. I, and he did a great job. It's so. Right. I don't know. Like I think that's fucking rad. So. But if, if you did a tag if, and mink movie, it'd be amazing. It would be amazing. I think a tag and mink movie in think general. About the humor in Thor that. While most of the time I hated Thor, it doesn't sound like Thor. The stuff was still funny. Right. It doesn't mean they did it right, but it's still funny. And Tag and Bink, like the way it fits in the universe, if you could iron that out a little bit, it'd be just hilarious. Right. I think people would have a problem with like a humorous Star Wars film, though. That's true, for sure. Um, but yeah, he did He did the final episode of The Mandalorian, and it was one of the... I mean, I, there wasn't an act, there actually wasn't a bad episode in that. No, people are pissed about the Bryce Dallas Howard one because they all say it was too dark in color, but it was at night in the forest, so shut up. Was that the village one? Yeah, with the walker. That one was super good, though. It was. Super good. Yeah. But people are complaining because it's hard to see, and they should just shut the hell up. Yeah, if people are complaining about anything the Mandalorian did, they can all eat cocks because that shit was gold. The Rise of Skywalker passed a billion dollars at the box office. Colin Trevorrow had an, the guy that was originally supposed to do the script to this one. He, and maybe direct it. I'm not sure, Tyler. Do you know? Anyway, he, his, his script and I, not, maybe not the full script, but the premise and the idea and the basic story got released. And, um, it was originally supposed to be called Duel of Fates. Um, the Emperor wasn't supposed to be in it. Obi-Wan, Luke, and Yoda, Force Ghosts were all supposed to appear to try and sway Kylo to change back, and he never does, so Rey has to kill him. And he was supposed to be the main villain. And then um, the the movie, one of the main things that happens at the end with the, the stick boy that from the end of Last Jedi. Yeah, the sweeper. It's supposed to have um, Ray at him as one of Ray's apprentices. Um, all those things are supposed to happen. Um, I don't know what the, nobody knows what happened between him and Disney and why it didn't work out. I liked Rise of Skywalker and like the ideas that they all. It's online. You can look it up. But if it's, it doesn't sound like it would have been as good to me. But it would have it would have flowed with. Um, Love, last, last, last Jedi, Jedi more. It would have fit Last Jedi better if, I mean, this is a script that's supposed to be written, what, 2016? Is that when it's supposed to be written? I guess. I can't remember the date on it. I'm not sure. But now you think about how much time is out between the here and there, and now all of a sudden it magically leaks on the internet? Well, I kind of I kind of call bullshit. But supposedly, uh, Coruscant was supposed to be a main plot point in this, but it gets blown up in... Force Awakens. That's what I thought, so too. that doesn't make any sense to I me. I don't know if they actually named that planet, because I thought exactly the same thing. So I don't know if, that, if well, they named that planet well, they, or not. Well, they blow up three planets. They do. And, and one looks very much like Coruscant, style-wise. They say they take down the, the, the Republic. Right. Which the Republic is all... The center of the Republic has always been Coruscant. But did they actually name that as the planet? I, I think they do. I don't remember enough to know that. You I'd remember? have to double-check it. I don't. But when, when I was read that, I thought, are you kidding? That, that planet blew up. That makes this script, if it is something that was really written back then, flawed already. If the truth is this dude has wrote it whenever and has been updating it as he went. I mean... Well, it, there, well, in this script, it was supposed to be that Ray. There was supposed to be a side story with Finn and uh, Rose, and they go to Coruscant to go to the Jedi Temple 
the original Jedi Temple and like turn on some beacon to like get everybody to rally to their to their cause or something. And then the final showdown was supposed to be on Coruscant or something like that between I I don't know. That's just if you can you can look it up and check it out yourself, but whatever. It didn't happen, so it doesn't matter. Right. The next Bond film, it's been officially said that it is not going to be a woman who plays James Bond for sure. Um, the other thing they're going to say is that the future is unclear of who it's going to be because they're so focused on the current one right now, but it could be released as a um, movie that will be on a streaming service in the future, not a theater release. Weird. I mean, that's fine, whatever, but it's weird. I think it's cool that Hans Zimmer is going to do the score. He posted about that the other day. I don't think he's done a Bond movie before. I don't think so either. I think So that's exciting. I saw the trailer again today because I went and saw 1917, and it was one of the trailers. I've seen it before, but I watched it again, and it, it looks amazing. And Rami Malek looks pretty creepy, which he can do, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. Spider-Man 3 is, is set to start filming this summer, and of, as far as all the hints go, the locations of where they're going to be filming and things like that, early early guesses, like pretty strong guesses, that Craven the Hunter is going to be the main baddie in it. That's interesting. He could lend you a version of the Secret, or the Sinister Six, I guess. It seems like that's what they're aiming, so... Yeah, who haven't they done? They've done Green Goblin, they've done Venom, they've done Sandman, they've done Doc Ock. I know not in this universe, but they've right. done it. But in like, general. As a, yeah, character-wise, who they haven't done would be... Like, he's the only one, really. Because they did Sandman. Vulture. They did Vulture. But the current version of Sinister Six, what they've already done movie-wise, we've got a version of... Well, we have Vulture, for sure. We've had two different Shockers, so... Shockers never part of Sinister Six in the comic books anyway, but you could use them, I guess. As far as uh, bad goes, Mysterio, if he's not really dead, and even if he is really dead, it's just the other guy using the persona, it doesn't matter. So you still have Mysterio pretty easy. And those would be the only two, really, that they've used. I mean, Venom's not supposed to connect. You could connect him, I guess. It is supposed to connect eventually. So is Morbius. Well, Morbius has some blatant stuff in the, the movie's trailer that tells us that. If you're going to build a Sinister Six, which is what they were doing prior to the whole Disney Marvel, or the, the whole team up with Disney, not Disney, sorry. Yeah, Disney. God, my head. Before their team up with Disney for the Spider-Man movies, they were already in the process of trying to do it with Andrew Garfield. And Garfield had half the cast for the six already done. So it seems like they're just picking that leg up and moving forward, which is fine. So the original Sinister Six are Doc Ock, Electro... Um, so they did do Electro, Jamie, uh, Jamie Foxx. In the Andrew Garfield movie. I know, but, they, but there has been a movie version of him is what I'm sure. saying. Oh, um, yeah. Craven the Hunter, Mysterio, Sandman, and Vulture. Right. So, so yeah. of the ones who have never had an appearance in movies, never, would be Craven. Would be the next. But with the new concept of things, where we're at right now, we'd only have the two. Whoever they do next would be the third piece. No, we'll to see. get the original Sinister Six. Um... Don Cheadle is officially on on the cast of Space Jam 2. That's supposed to star LeBron James. Is he playing Don Cheadle? Hopefully. Maybe he's playing Michael Jordan. 
<laughs> I hope they show Michael Jordan with his crazy Hitler mustache, but fat, but fat Michael Jordan from now, and they're going to be like, Michael, we need you to play basketball. He's like, I can't play basketball no more. I look like Hitler, and I got fat. That's my hope. He's like, maybe you should check out this kid, LeBron James, even though LeBron James is like an old man now. but That's stupid. <laughs> Hopefully Bill Murray's that. I mean, sure. Well, we'll see. Um, and just the last bit of news, just a, a shout out, Rocky Johnson, um, father of Dwayne the Rock Johnson died this week at the age of 75. Ooh. Yeah, there's been a bunch of pictures going around the internet for him. I have not seen that. That's too bad. Man, this is the way the world works. Well, yeah, I mean. Unfortunately. It is, but. Just in general. That's too bad for The Rock. Oh, for sure, yeah. Sorry, Rock. Hard thing, man. Yeah. I mean, he was 75. That's, that's a... No, no, age-wise is whatever, but still not good for The Rock. You know. So I don't know what we want to do first. The Oscar ballot or upcoming 2020 movies? Like movies coming out this year? Yeah. Let's do that. That sounds funner. Because actually, last year, this time, what we did was upcoming movies we were all stoked on. So oh, did we? Why not? Sure. Do it now. Sounds like a good idea. Oh, what shit. What got on their docket? This just, just, just happened today. I didn't... Jake, not to interrupt, but because um, we just ended the news, but uh, J.R.R. Token's son, Christopher Token, who's been like in charge of the estate and then taking all the lost works and like published them and finished them and fixed them. Died, right. died today at age 95. I didn't know he's 95 fucking years old. Oh, that's Holy crazy. shit. Wow. But he died today. That sucks. That's crazy. It's crazy that like, did he have a son? Uh, yeah, I would. Or a daughter or something? Let's hope so. <laughs> who's, who's in charge now? Who's in charge? <laughs> well, he had multiple, like J.R. Token had multiple kids. Um, yeah, but if he was 95, yeah. the other kids can't be that far off. No. <laughs> um, but it's deepest condolences to Bailey, Simon, Adam, Rachel, and the whole Token family. So I just, there's some Tolkens alive still. Um, the Silmarillion, um, Baron and Luthien, um, are two of the ones in the children here on, or the, t- the three that he pretty much took his dad's writings and published them, right. finished them. Worked him out and stuff. So he was, he never had the same pizzazz as a dad, but he like at least loved the the works and got them finished and put out. But, right, final step style. Yeah, well, that's crazy. All right, Tyler, what you got? Okay, hey, one second. There's one more thing that I read earlier today. Sorry, I don't know. I forgot about this. I mentioned it to you earlier. Oh yeah, that Quentin Tarantino apparently is planning to do five episodes of Bounty Hunter from his. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood movie, the TV show in the movie, that Leo cameos on the Western. It's not called Bounty Hunter. Is it not? What's it called? I thought it was called Bounty Hunter. Bounty Law? Bounty Bounty Law, Law, that's right. Bounty Law. We're not talking about the paper that you use to clean up your spills. (laughs) Although I saw a t-shirt of that, thanks to you, that was hilarious. The quilted quicker picker upper. Yeah. Bounty Did law. you see that, Josh? I didn't. I tagged no, you both hilarious. in it. 
He's like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw okay. that. It's like Boba Fett, but done up like a, a bounty, and it's <laughs> awesome. And Boba Fett takes the place of the paper towels. Yeah, in the thing. It's, but then it's it still awesome. has a slogan. On. Oh yeah, <laughs> bounty law. That'd be what it is. I did have a boat. I have a Empire Strikes Back shirt that just Boba Fett's head, and it says Empire Strikes Back or whatever. It's like you know the little cartoon version of yeah. And I was wearing it the other day, and. Some delivery person came in, drops in, like, oh, Mandalorian, I like that show. And I was like, oh, you fucking idiot. That's Boba <laughs> Fett. Like, I mean, so I, nice. I understand that the, that the Mandalorian's badass and shit, but come on, man. Like, <laughs> Boba Fett's been badass for fucking decades. Like, know your shit. Like, shut your fucking mouth if you don't know otherwise. That's fine. And that's what I said to him. And then he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, and then left. <laughs> you fucking should be. <laughs> Silver versus green. Come on, man. Focus. Exactly. Okay, that's all that nonsense. What do you got for movies coming up, Tyler? Well, January's almost done. I did this by month. So the gentleman, we kind of... Did we talk about that last week a little bit? Just that we're all... I think you mentioned it. I think we're excited to see it. New Guy Ritchie movie. That looks good. That comes out... Next... Tomorrow? No. Or next, the week after? So when this podcast comes out, which will be this weekend sometime, it'll be... It's the weekend of the 22nd, I think. So this will be out. But So, yes, this coming weekend. Okay, so we're stoked on that. Also, this month, which I haven't even watched this trailer. It just sounds good. The Last Full Measure. And the premise is 34 years after his death, Airman William H. Pitsenbarger Jr., is awarded the nation's highest military honor for his actions on the battlefield, and it has Christopher Plummer, Samuel Jackson, Sebastian Stan, and Bradley Whitford in it. Hmm. So we're gonna have to watch that trailer, but it sounds sounds cool, and I like Sebastian Stan. So that's yeah. a good cast. Yeah. Uh, February, Birds of Prey. I mean, I put that on there for the comic aspect the of it. The new trailer. The new trailer is awesome. Was it? Yeah, it's great. Would the movie be even good? I don't know. But the new trailer is awesome. Ends with her feeding the hyena in the bathtub. Directed by a woman. Who's the chick that... Co-directed, actually. Who's, who's Woody Harrelson's girlfriend in Light Men Can't Jump? Rosie Perez, is that her? Yeah, she's, yeah. In, that movie. she's in this movie, too, yeah, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah, because I saw a new poster at the theater today, and she was on... I, did, I was like, I didn't know she was in that movie. Yeah, she plays a cop. Like investigating, going after Black Mask. I kind of, I kind of had a thing for her when that movie came out because you got to see her nips. In White Man Can't Jump. Yeah, that's a weird callback. But I can't think of any other movie she's been in. <laughs> she I know in, she's she been in others. But she was in Pineapple Express. Was she? She was the bad As cop. The cop. Huh. Typecast anybody? <laughs> <laughs> she's in a ton of shit, but yeah, anything we watch regularly, probably not. Um, so there's, you guys know Blumhouse, the... Yeah, the company makes movies. Makes mostly horror movies, yeah. but there's a movie called Fantasy Island coming out, which is a horror adaptation of the 70s show about a magical island resort. Yeah. It has Maggie Q, Michael Pena, and Portia Doubleday in it. As long as Michael Pena is playing Tattoo, it's fine. I don't know the characters, but sure it sounds know. interesting. Tattoo's the little short guy that goes to plane, boss, to plane. Um, Nothing. 
I can see him saying that. But. <laughs> so he, he might have that line, but I doubt they'll actually have a tattoo. So too bad. We did talk about that in the news, like when that when that first got discussed, and we're like, the the pre- the thing of that being a horror film sounds fucking cool. I think it could be really fucking cool. No, it says it says adventure slash horror, so maybe it's like because, a little bit of both. Because the main character, like the main guy, um, Ricardo Montalban. Is yeah, from the original, yeah. Yeah, he's the he's the main guy, and it's like supposedly Ricardo Montalban, his character, he pl- um he plays. Why aren't they showing the next? Are you talking about the original show? We're talking about the movie. Well, I'm talking about the original show. I'm talking about like like what his his oh Mr. R- Mr. Rourke. So Mr. Rourke in this new one is supposed to be basically the devil. And so people are, like, selling their souls to go to this place. And that's kind of the premise. And it's a horror movie-ish horror adventure. But, like, that's, he's supposed to play, like, a devil, like, Satan character. And, like, you, like, sell your soul to go to Fantasy Island to be, to live in paradise. But it's not what it's cracked up to be when you sign a deal with the devil. I can see that being an idea. So, I like Michael Pena, so I'm sure it'll be fine. So, yeah, I don't know. That's when I was when I originally did the research. I was like super stoked on it because I watched the shit out of that show on Nick at Night. So, Have you guys heard of Downhill or seen the trailer, the Will Ferrell snowboarding family movie? No, no. What? No. So it's like Will Ferrell and what's her name from Seinfeld? Julia Louis Dreyfus uh-huh. is the mom, and then like they take their kids on a snowboarding skiing trip comedy like new will ferrell comedy maybe it'll be a good one for a change <laughs> the trailer is pretty hilarious so haven't seen it add that to the list i'm never stoked on uh animation movies that much but from march starting out march we got onward have you guys seen that trailer i have seen that trailer it looks pretty good that looks fucking cool no i bet if you saw it right now you'd be like i have seen that Maybe. But looks super cool. Um, I'm going to skip that one. Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. I don't know what this is, but it's... Oh, the movie. Why are you skipping? I read that it was... Why are you skipping that one? I saw the trailer for it today. It looks fucking great. I mean, it looks all right. Okay. We don't really need to talk about Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is a crazy alcoholic, but he coaches basketball. Looks fucking great. The comeback. I did That's see called the way back. <laughs> it's like Bad News Bears. I don't think it'll be funny like that. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like Walter Matthau style. but Or Billy Bob. Both were right. great. But it's like a not funny version of Bad, Bad News Bears, but they're like teenagers. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's what it's Talk about. about it anyway. <laughs> But Bloodshot, I don't really know what that is. I'm not excited about it. Oh, man. The trailer looks cool, though. It's a comic book movie from a company called Valiant. Valiant Comics makes the comic book Bloodshot back in the 90s and currently. Although there's a giant chunk where they've done it out of business because of a claim. It's a gigantic fucking Punisher ripoff. I mean, not really, because he kind of. has nanites inside of him. Mm. He looks kind of like the Punisher. And he, like, shoots guns and... He does shoot guns, but there's lots of movies with guns. Yeah. But he shoots right. guns. He's a he's a soldier that's been... But he's an anti-hero that kills people for... It's not really... The day, kinda. No. 
it wasn't necessarily called an anti-hero. He is misled and controlled because once he's got nanite parts, the people sending him to do missions who he believes the government and good aren't always good. And they can control him and reprogram his memory to believe whatever they want him to believe. So he himself feels like what he's doing is right, whether it's right or not. Because they reprogram him with multiple versions of his life scenario in order to get him to do what they want. This one seems like has a whole team of them, so I don't know about that part, but I don't know. I think it's cool. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't, I don't really know anything about the characters, so. It's understandable. Figured. Why not put it on there, though? No Time to Die, new Bond movie. I think it looks pretty good, and it's Daniel Craig's last. Yeah, I think it looks really good, too. I need to catch... I haven't watched the last two, so I'm... But, what? I, yeah, I'm really? I just, yeah, that's bad. I just haven't. I just need to watch them before. You haven't seen that. Skyfall? Mm-mm. Skyfall is really good. Yeah, I might be three behind, actually. No, I watched two of Daniel Craig. Did you see any of his movies? I saw two of them. He's Casino done, he's Royale done was the first. Is this right. Then Quantum of Solace. Solace. Then Skyfall, then Spectre. Spectre, yeah. Yeah, so I've only seen the first two. I think Casino Royale of the Four is still my favorite, but Skyfall is a close second. You'd like Skyfall. That's good. Well, I liked the two that I watched. I just need to. I like all James. The only ones I don't ha- didn't like, like of all the Bond movies, were the fucking ro- uh, Tim- Pierce Brosnan. Tim- no, Timothy Dalton. I didn't like that one. I liked all the Pierce Brosnan ones. They're great. Anyway, he just like has the pretty boy persona, but he's ugly. Who? Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan's handsome. <laughs> you really think so? Will Ferrell really thinks so. Yeah. Did you guys watch the... uh it's Remington Steel. Speaking of Will Ferrell, this is kind of like a... This is where my brain works, but Will Ferrell won it last year, but the Mark Twain Award for comedy. It's the... like Basically, like, work in comedy and writing. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty big award for comedians. And uh, Dave Chappelle won it this year. Oh, nice. Yeah. He deserves it. And it was, like, How many comedy specials did he do? Four? Five. That were all really good? Who gives that award? It doesn't even sound real. The Mark Twain Award? It's pretty yeah. it's a pretty prestigious award. Huh. Um it's like his comedians don't get that they're they're just due very often. Like people they just overlook them. But comedians always do shit better than fucking actors. Like comedic actors or comedians are better because I feel like they're they go past drama to like comedy. Like it's like I, I don't know, we've had this conversation on this podcast before, but I Com- comedian, it's a different kind of thing. I just didn't realize there's an award for it. Yeah, it's called the Mark Twain Award. Look it up. It's, I mean, it's very prestigious. But last year, Will, I think last year Will Ferrell won it, and he walked up there and like dropped the award on accident and breaks it, and everybody's like, oh, <laughs> he just keeps trying to pick it up and fix it the whole time. It's pretty fucking ridiculous. But like a bunch of different people introduce you, and it's kind of like it's not a roast, but it's kind of like they kind of talk and joke with you, and uh, the. Aziz is one of the guys that talks about him before they introduce him and talks about like doing mushrooms with him. It was pretty fucking funny. He's like, with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Okay. He's like the story about like, I was hanging out with him one night and I opened for him and he's like, I just found out that I'm one of the Mark Twain award. And he's like, cool. Well, I'm going to go back to my room. And like Dave Chappelle's like, well, I got these mushrooms. And he's like, yeah, I think we just, you know, we got another show tomorrow and I don't want to go too hard this weekend. He's like, yeah. So in five years, 
Right? You're going to look back on this night as, oh, that's the night that Dave Chappelle found out that he's going to win the Mark Twain Award, the prestigious Mark Twain Award, and I, we did mushrooms together. Or I went back to my room. He's like, I guess fuck it, and we did mushrooms. And I was like, <laughs> he's like, and he's just like, sorry to Dave's family, but yeah, we did mushrooms. <laughs> it's like I know, but every a bunch of people entered. Talk about him, uh, Sarah Silverman, um, a couple other people, but it was pretty good. But then his actual speech is pretty funny, but really fucking good too. So cool. Yeah, no, and you guys should check it out. Hell yeah! Well, next is Black Widow. I think it looks cool. I think it looks cool. Her whole family, including yeah, all that stuff's weird for comics, but. What Stranger Things cool. guy's name? David Harbor. Harbor. Yeah. I like when they say that. Tell him that he got fat. It makes me laugh. But his suit still fits. So right. He's not. The only thing that matters. <laughs> so, so he's not fat. He's uh, just been eating too many hot dogs. Probably. Too much bullshit. That stuff. Is that the the soup? The stew? Yeah. Yeah. Is that bad for you? Sure. I don't think that's bad for you. It's He's probably shit. gaining weight because of something else. I think it's got yeah, like it's, sausage and all sorts of shit, like shit, and like. See if it tastes good. It probably is. Hmm. All right. Well. There you go. That looks cool. Next. Oh, that was the start of May, by the way. Uh, one other one for May, which you guys are gonna think this is weird. I put this on the list, but there's a Saw reboot with Chris Rock. With Chris Rock, yeah. And it was Chris Rock's idea, and that's why I'm excited about it. Yeah. Because of what we were just talking about, how comedians do shit better anyway. It's supposed to have some and funny shit in it, but it's like it's still supposed to be a horror movie. Yeah. And it says Untitled Saw Project, but I read somewhere it was gonna be called The Organ Donor. Huh. Which sounds cool too. <laughs> but so yeah, if it's Chris Rock's idea, he's producing it. I think he has something to do with the writing. I think that's cool. Yeah, sure. Maybe maybe what that series needed all along instead of just blood and guts. Right. Kind of like the horror genre in general, like when um, Jordan Peele started doing shit. Like, right. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Mind-blowing. Yeah. So June, Wonder Woman 1984. What do you guys think about that? Meh. The trailer looks awesome. Meh. I like the 80s part. Heck yeah. I mean, that looks cool. And fucking... 80s horrific man. What's her name? Kristen Wiig? Is that her Kristen name? Kristen Wiig, yeah. She's Cheetah. rad. That's Cheetah. I think that's cool, too. I think Who is she playing? Cheetah. Oh, I didn't know that. But my, Who's that? My problem... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the characters. It's one of Wonder She's Woman's one of her villains. Yeah. One of her big villains, actually. He turns into a cheetah person. They seem friendly. That's going to go mean, sideways. Every starts as friends to their enemies. The only problem with it, it seems kind of like the she based the whole entire character off of Michelle Pfeiffer's uh, Catwoman character, that she was like kind of a crazy, like, nobody weirdo, and then something bad happens to her because somebody does something, and so then she turns into a supervillain. It's kind of very... Kind of it's very, very that's how it is in the comics. Very similar to yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, so... But this Michelle Pfeiffer movie, Catwoman, is not necessarily the same as... I mean, it wasn't one thing that happened to Selena made her what she is. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a trope, so you can't get away from it. Next is Candyman. Hang on, what? There's another Candyman movie? And it's going to have the he's same... He's a Candyman like the hook Candyman. The same Candyman in it. 
the same guy, the same actor, actor is going to be in it. Damn. It says, a spiritual sequel for the 1992 horror film Candyman that returns to the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. Tony Todd needs his new man. That's awesome. Tony Todd's the guy who played Candyman. Yep, he's in it. Black, black monster killing white people. It's gentrification. It's not always white people. He kills black people too. But in this one, because it's gentrification. Sure. Whatever. Hopefully he kills you saw Mr. everything. You saw Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. I mean, I did, yeah. So we call that gentrification, children. <laughs> so fucking good. This one I hadn't heard about till today. King of Staten Island, it's comedy, by Judd Apatow. A semi-autobiographical comedy <laughs> drama about Pete Davidson growing up in Staten Island, including losing his father during 9-11 and entering the world of stand-up comedy. Starring Marissa Tomei, Ben Pally, who I don't know who that is, Steve Buscemi, and Bill Burr. Oh, Bill, I think Bill Burr was on Rogan a couple weeks ago and was talking about this. I I forgot about it, but yeah, it's I, um he wrote it. Uh, Pete Bill Burr did. Pete Davidson wrote it. It's oh. like his movie, but he got Aptow to direct it. So well, I like Marissa Tomei. So who, who fucking doesn't? doesn't? Exactly, oh, man. She's great. Hell yeah. Having that nice ass in the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> Talk about good nipples. She has good ones. Yeah. We all know that. Yeah. Something else about that movie. Well, I was, yeah, yeah, I was double-checking my, my stuff, yeah. Pete Davidson wrote it with Judd Apatow. Apatow. Anyway. Top Gun Maverick. Fuck yes. Cannot wait for this. Looks cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a bomber jacket and some aviators and wear it to the fucking. I can't wait. I didn't know John Hamm was in it. Yeah, they show him in the in the trailer. I don't remember that from the trailer, but that's cool. I think he's one of the officers at Maverick's. Like, thanks for the opportunity. They're like they're called orders, Maverick. Because he's like, yeah, this is fucking badass. I get to do. Yeah, I just need to watch it again. Because there's a new one. There's a newer trailer that has more footage. Of him like flying one, uh, flying a stealth and shit like that. Next is in starting July is Free Guy. Have you guys seen that trailer? No. no. A bank teller discovers that he's actually an NPC inside a brutal open world video game, and it has Ryan Reynolds stars in it. Oh, I heard about that. It looks pretty funny. There's a trailer up, and Taika Waititi is in it. I don't know the other people though. Huh. Who's the director? Sean Levy, which I know that name, but I don't know why. No idea. He is, um... Oh, he's directed a lot. He directed six episodes of Stranger Things, um, Night at the Museum, The Internship, This is Where I Leave You, Date Night, Actually, all all the night at the museums, um, the Pink Panther movie with uh, Steve Martin, Cheaper by the Dozen, Birds of Prey TV show, Big Fat Liar, the Birds of Prey TV show. Mm-hmm. That's rough. <laughs> so I'm so- sorry. <laughs> the Secret World of Alex Mack. Right, yeah, there you go. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Obviously, we're all stoked. Uh, for sure. Hell motherfucking yeah. I mean, how could you not be? That might be 
I'll say right now, that's in my top three of movies I'm excited for. Yeah. For this year. Me as well. And there's a lot of cool shit coming. Yeah. That might be, might be my number one. Might be mine, too. Even over Tenet? Even over Tenet. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Tenet's next. There you go. Maybe because I, I have a better feel of like what it's going to be about. But I also have no doubt in my mind it'll be good because Jason Reitman, who's directing it, like his father directed the first two. Right. But Reitman's, if you look at his lineup, he hasn't made bad movies. We should do an episode about him. Okay. He's made like nine or ten, I want to say, and they're all solid movies. I think we talked about that too, but... I was thinking we should also do an episode about Robert Downey Jr. Because going through his fucking movies, like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, they were talking about on the Rogan episode today. That movie's fucking great. Yeah. And it's, it's so good. Mostly a kind of a Christmas movie, too. Yeah, so true. Yeah. yeah. I guess it kind of is. Val Kilmer's so fucking brilliant in that movie. Yeah, he's, he's so good. Anyway. Uh, Morbius, we already kind of talked about that. Right. Stoked on it. Have you guys heard of Infinite? Nope. A sci-fi movie where a man discovers that his hallucinations are actually visions from past lives. Starring Mark Wahlberg. Directed by Antoine Fuqua. Oh, damn. That could be good. It's got yeah. Marky Mark in it. That's awesome. Right. When's the last time he did sci-fi? It's been a minute. Has he... Planet of the Apes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Which, that's... Hang on, he was he in the happening... Who was in The Happening? Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, was in The Happening. That's yeah. kind of, yeah. yeah. That movie's fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the Transformers? There's a lot, he's the last one. Oh, right? duh, yeah, yeah that. that doesn't count. Two of them. That's not really <laughs> it counts, there's two. Bill and Ted face the music. How about this one? Fucking stoked on it. Yeah. Yeah. If those dudes are on board, it's going to be fucking good, I think. They are. I think they're probably almost done filming it at this point. Yeah, it's coming probably, out in August, so it's probably done shooting. I'm just this one I just think it yeah, would be yeah. for sure. This is one I haven't heard of too. Unhinged, a thriller that takes place or that takes something we've all experienced, road rage, to an unpredictable and terrifying conclusion, starring Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe with road rage. <laughs> I'm all about that. <laughs> Him, him mad as shit is awesome. Sure. Just him in the fucking gladiator pose. He gets out of his fucking vehicle with a fucking sword, a Roman show sword, and he's like, am I here for your entertainment? And I was like, wait, what? And then he just starts fucking people's cars up with his Roman sh short sword. With like a leather fucking, what are those things called? A leather, uh... Are you talking about his skirt? Those weird, like, Russian skirts, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Anyway, weird. That would be great. I would watch just that. Just him, like, for sure. I dressed would as like the gladiator, like just fucking people's cars up and like Russell Crowe's going crazy. The way you're self arrested. Like GTA with a fucking time traveled warrior. <laughs> crazy. Oh shit. Um, September, The King's Man is all I have for that. September's pretty weak, but The Kingsman sequel, or yeah. prequel, I mean. Prequel, yeah. Looks that looks good. cool. I like the idea. Because it's about his dad, right? I think so. 
Yeah. 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 We think. I mean, I don't think that's been for, for sure, but yeah. What else would it be about? Right. You know? The founding of the organization, I mean, there's lots of things to be about. Right. Uh, October. This is called BIOS. I haven't really read about this until today, too, but on a post-apocalyptic Earth, a robot built to protect the life of his dying creator's beloved dog learns about love, about life, love, friendship, and what it means to be human. Starring Tom Hanks. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard that too. If Tom Hanks wasn't in it, I probably wouldn't have even taken that one down, but, like, well... He agreed, so it's got to be good, right? He doesn't really do bad shit. Right. Exactly. Even if he's the voice of the dog. Right. Or the... The robot? Yeah. He was fucking good on the Golden Globes getting that Lifetime Achievement thing that they gave it. I don't know. Oh, his presentation. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. Next is Halloween Kills, the sequel to the last Halloween movie. Bum, bum, bum. Which I'm into because Danny McBride and David Gordon Green did the first one. That was good. Right. Danny McBride's a good writer. Yeah. Like, righteous, right, righteous, righteous gemstones. gemstones? Oh so funny. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good, but so dark still. Yeah. Fuck. This I know nothing about, but I figured you guys would. New G.I. Joe movie called Ever Vigilant. Um, It's... I don't think that's the actual title. It's G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. It's like the Transformers Bumblebee is what it's supposed to be called Snake Eyes. Okay. Is what I, oh, everything that I, they've, I mean, they've cast everybody. They've all, they've already done everything for it and their principal photography is underway. So it's supposed to be like, you know, that's their new Hasbro's like movie universe is supposed to, like, because Bumblebee was so successful. Right. They're going to do like, that's how they're going to start the new G.I. Joe universe. Well, they're going to get rid of that old shit and like start it from the scratch because Snake Eyes is the most popular G.I. Joe um, char- character, I guess. So, it uh, Storm Shadow's supposed to be in it. Um, be weird if he wasn't. Because, well, yeah, it's going to... Anyway, yeah. Weird. But if, they, if they're calling it Ever Vigilant, that's weird. I, I'm not, casting is weird. That's what it says on IMDb. Then you're right. I, I just think it was originally supposed to be called G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. But maybe maybe, it's not maybe they're different. I don't think so. No? Hmm. I'm, now I'm curious. Yes, we'll see. Because you know my incredible love for G.I. Joe. True. That's why I put it on here. What's the next one? Going to November Eternals. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Weird. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think they're hoping Guardians of the Galaxy will happen again with the Eternals. Except the Eternals in the comic world matter way less than the Guardians ever did. They're older and they're created by Jack Kirby, which is really cool. But they also don't matter in the comics really at all. Like, they happened. They had 18 issues back in the 70s and, like, a six-part in the 2012s. And they still don't matter. So, I guess we'll see. I have no idea what this fuck... This isn't the. This isn't Snake Eyes. This is a... Nope, that's a different one. Never mind. Yeah, this is weird. 
It's a totally different movie. Um, no, I think this is the one. Weird. I do like... No, because they, they've already... What the fuck? I can't... J.I. Joe Snake Eyes isn't on here, so... It's got to be... They just changed the name. Maybe that's what the name they gave it initially? Fuck. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Eternals is Kit Harrington in it, right? Yeah. That part might be cool. You mean the uh, Black Knight, I think, is a cool idea. We'll see. It might be really awesome as a movie. But in the comic world, they just really haven't, the Eternals really haven't mattered that much. Yeah, Snake Eyes movie is supposed to be out in 2020. Weird. It's on Wikipedia. When's that? When's the release date on that, Ty? Late October, I think. It says October 23rd on this. Yeah. Yeah, I to say the same thing then. Henry Golding is Snake Eyes, Andrew Koji is Storm Shadow, Iko Uwai is Hardmaster, Ursula Corbero is Baroness, Samara Weaving is Scarlet. Yeah. The film was due to release October 16th. It was originally slated for, oh, it was originally supposed to come out March 27th, but they moved it back. Hmm. Weird. Well, there you go. Godzilla vs. Kong somehow is coming out this year, even though I've heard nothing about it. There's been some pictures on the internet that are crazy. Like Kong holding what looks like an axe, like a makeshift axe. Hmm. And maybe with a beard. It's it's crazy. I don't know. What, I'm sure it'll be amazing. Kong with a beard? Yeah. How, what? He already, his whole face is fur. How is it going to It's just longer know. fur. It's not a beard. Yeah. It's not called a beard. It's well, just longer it's fur. longer in that particular area, it's technically a beard. Regardless whether you're furry everywhere. Still has Millie Bobby Brown in it, but that's really all I know. No, she's a returning character. I think she's the only cast member that's returning. Really? I think so. Kind of weird. No more mommy and daddy, I guess. Mom died in the first movie, unless she's a cameo at the end. Like, oh, look who's still alive, everybody. Um, this is a new one too, Samaritan, I haven't heard of this, drama fantasy sci-fi movie, a young boy learns that a superhero who was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may in fact still be around, starring Sylvester Stallone. Okay. West Side Story. Ooh, who's gonna be in that? Ansel Elgort. Fuck Yeah. I don't really like musicals, but I put this down because of him and Steven Spielberg's directing it, so I don't know. Maybe it, maybe there will be something there. Dude, I love the original West Side Story. I'm so pretty. I can't handle so too much singing in movies, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll see this one. You still haven't watched La La Land, have you? I can't fucking do it. It's so good. I probably won't be able to do this either. I can understand that. What you need to do is watch Blues Brothers before you watch it, and then you'll be like, in, you'll be like, oh yeah, musicals aren't that bad. And then, because Blues Brothers is the greatest musical of all is time. It, is it really a musical, though? That's a 100% musical. Okay. There's like, I like South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. There That's you go. technically a musical, right? I guess yeah. so. But they sing about stuff I can relate to, so. Or stuff that I want to relate to. <laughs> Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. Who can't relate to that? 
Yeah, yeah, you got a point. <laughs> What's funny is that for like, you guys remember the Blink One Eighty Two live album that got put out, and it was like super bad. So they, I don't think they still they haven't released it to this date on iTunes or anything because it's pretty vulgar and horrible. <laughs> but like after several songs, like. They always sing, shut your fucking face, uncle fucker, like, at the end of it. And everybody's like, what is that? I was like, that's from South Park, the movie. Huh. But, like, they sing that at the end of the, one, a couple of the songs. But, yeah, I don't. In the Me Too age, it that live album especially wouldn't fly. they say a lot of horrible things. <laughs> Coming to America. Coming to America. To the number two, America. Yeah, stoked on that. Doesn't say Dan Aykroyd's in it in what I'm looking at, though. But no. hopefully he makes a... Why would he be coming to America? Oh, wait, never mind. I'm mixing that up with... What am I... Trading places. Yeah, yeah. I mix those up all the it's time. It's Arsenio Hall and... He's Arsenio in the new one? Mm-hmm. James, awesome. James Old Jones. What happened in this one? I always He's mix those up. He's the prince of an African nation, and he comes to America oh, to like, yeah. find a wife. Right, 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 right. And Arsenio Jackson's in it, holds up the restaurant. Arsenio Halls is like his manservant slash friend. Right. Yeah. yeah. Could be cool. Well, I don't think Eddie Murphy's going to do garbage. I mean, he's making a comeback. He was kind of done. I think he just quit for a while. Did Dolomite. He did. I still haven't watched that. He's not owned so. by Disney anymore, so. Right. Yeah, he's on my Netflix now. Yeah, well. Is that better? I'm going to say they have a different rule set, so for him, yes, it is better, probably. Money-wise, probably not, but from where he's from and what everybody loves that he did, it fits better. Right. Dune. Yeah, it's a thing. Seems like it could be a good thing. Oh, fuck. Jason Momoa's going to be in that? Oh, God. Why not? I'm not worried about that. There's, like, a huge cast. Who cares if he's in it? Yeah, but I don't know. I find that highly unlikely he'll be the problem with that movie. <laughs> Dune just usually is boring. Most Dune movies are boring. Most. The, the original one? No. The fucking book is boring. There you go. It's all... how The fact the fact that it's so popular blows my mind. It's a bunch of people on another planet looking for spices. Like, give me a fucking break. It's a lot more political than that. Is it, though? It is. Is it? Which is why it's boring. It's just like, oh, Christopher Try Columbus watching. tries trying to get to the Indies to get fucking spices. It's basically like Christopher Columbus in space. <laughs> the same at all. The big, like, sand thing. It's, it's yeah, not the same at all. Kind of. Same premise. <laughs> I mean, there's people in it, so I guess it's like every movie. Exactly. Except for the ones with the animated dogs. Dune. Well, directed by... I'm going to try to say this right. Denis Villeneuve, who made the Blade Runner sequel and Arrival and... Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm like... It, I don't know. We'll it's see. either he's going to stay on a hot streak or he's like, this is his, like, I'm going to shit the bed once just to, like, clear the palate. The original Dune I like just fine. It was like nine hours fucking long. How did, <laughs> how did you sit through that whole thing? It's not, it's not that long. Yeah, it is. But there's like eight movies in the middle. Eight's probably the wrong number. Tom Google that at home. Three, I don't think it's actually from 1984. Eight. The running time on that shit is... Uh, yeah, um, nine, under under two hours. Nine hours. I was That's right. not true at all. Such a lie. I'm telling you. It's not true. Nine hours. It's not true. And it's fucking boring as shit. 
<laughs> That's not true either. The ones in the middle, yes, like the sequels. Two hours and 17 minutes. That's long for a 1984 film, bro. That is. For 1984. Yeah. But it was 1984, really like, like screen time, that's like, feels like fucking nine hours. <laughs> that shit was boring and horrible. Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> Uncharted. Based on the video game. Because it got, doesn't it have uh, Tom have you, Holland in it? Yeah. Yeah. That looks cool to me. You sure. Know, you know the video game? I'm aware of existing as Tomb Raider with the dude. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Tom Holland. Sure, why not? Seems cool. Yeah, yeah. is that the kid from Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, that one. Weird. Is he the main character? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. double weird. Yeah, that makes sense. Too Mark Wahlberg's in it, too. Yeah. Hey, is Mark Wahlberg the main character? No. Double weird. Uncharted is not... Directed by Ruben Fleischer. Ruben Fleischer is rad. He made the Zombieland movies. Sure. That could be cool. I don't know. It just seems like the main character is cast too young. I guess maybe Spider-Man is older than I remember him now, so... He's in his 20s. Okay. It's because he portrays a high school kid, but he's actually in his 20s. Okay. I think. Last one. News of the world. I just heard about this today, too. A drama-slash-western. A Texan traveling across the Wild West bringing the news of the world to the local townspeople agrees to help rescue a young girl who was kidnapped, starring Tom Hanks. Another Tom Hanks movie? Yeah, man. Huh. He's heating it up. Directed by Paul Greengrass, who made several of the Bourne movies. Crazy. Hmm. Could be cool. I don't know. Sure. So you move on to the uh, Oscar stuff now? Is that the end of the list? That was it. That's it. Oscar time. Oscar time. Let's do this shot of tequila before we get going. Help mm. loosen up CBS's throat a bit. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. So it's been almost two years, gentlemen, and uh, cheers to that. Cheers up, to that. We've had some up times. We've had some solo times. So <laughs> Silly. I'll put hair on your chest. I had a couple of those today, and they were rough every time. My tequila tolerance is down, which is weird. All right, so Oscars 2020, well... The two, it's films from 2019. It's the 2020 ballot, though. But it's the 2020 Oscars. Yeah. They will be on February 9th, so a few weeks away still. But the... Wait, is it that early? Yeah. It's usually March, isn't it? No. Or like last week of February? It's usually either the week before or the week... It's either like really close... To, it's always really close to the Super Bowl. So it's either, either the week before or the week after the Super Bowl. It's like kind of right in there. But our first episode ever was in March. Mm, it was in February. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Okay. I'm telling you. We can look it up, but... We'll make a wager later. We did it in the living room, remember? Yeah. But. I just download all the episodes. That's why I think it's in March, because I think March was the first month I saw. It's 
the point five episode might not be on there. I think it for some reason I think it might have disappeared. No, we started with two. Well, well, the first episode is point five. It was like, a, and that's that was in February. Yeah, I don't have that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why it, where it went, but I'm sure it's still there. Unless we took it down for a bean bath. No, I don't remember doing that. We didn't take anything down, but and it's still there. You know, something happened to it, but it might actually see, look like episode five because it's point five. It might. That might be why. It should still be at the front of the list, though, because when it was uploaded. I right. downloaded all of them. Two was the first one. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, weird. So as soon as we get them all uploaded, we're going to start. We have a. We officially. Are we gonna? I'm cool with that name. If you are, what? Tyler. That's why I started it. But we have an official name for our YouTube channel. Where we're gonna start uploading not just this epi- this podcast, but like we'll have our like for like all of us, everything that we do on on YouTube. So like if we like finally get the cooking show up and going or random videos that we do they'll all be on this one youtube channel and it's called valley stream okay because we're in the valley sure and it's streaming because it's on streaming it's not really streaming or like valley because they were better than bayside they weren't (laughs) (laughs) that's funny that's really funny. <laughs> All right, are we going to go through all That's of That's how these? I actually came up with it. Just <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. That's pretty hilarious. <laughs> so, let's just start at the top. Um, actor in the leading role. We have Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Leo for Once Upon, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Joaquin for Joker. And Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Um, what I think is going to win... Is Joaquin, but I I want Leo to win. Same. Well, I think he'll probably win too, as far as Joaquin's concerned. Who I'd like to win, though. Yeah, I don't care about any of these people, but <laughs> LDC, dude. No. What about LDC? Um, the guy got one last year. He can go to hell. It's been a few years that he won for the Revenant. Hell's like Whatever. sixteen, man. He's got one. That's all he needs. Mm. I'm good with that. Spread that around. I'm seeing two popes. I haven't seen that movie, but it sounds like the kind of movie they give an award to. It seems kind of funny. It's good. I mean, it's kind of like a... Yeah. If you're going to re- reward somebody, don't you think that Jonathan Pine's been around long enough? Or Price has been around long enough that he should have one? Doesn't mean he's going to win. Doesn't mean he's going to win, but I'm going to say that if I was going to give it to somebody of this list of choices I have in front of me, he'd be the one that got it. And Driver's too new. Leonardo DiCaprio has one. Joaquin Phoenix movie Joker would have not been paying attention to if it wasn't DC's Joker. Not that he's not fantastic in it, because he really is. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that movie would not have gotten noticed. Until now. And we'd all be like, we should have watched that. But as a thing, if I was going to pick somebody out of this list of people... Because he won the Globes, I give it to the other guy. Antonio Banderas, I like you, dude, but you're you're old. Well, John Price is older than him. Doesn't matter about that's all I mean. By old. <laughs> I didn't mean actual age. I just think that, as we said before, and sorry, Butch. Um, I think somebody just to make more money. We're like, you know what we could do with this script? We could add in this and add in that, just real small things, and make this a 
Batman universe story, make it about Joker, and it's not how the Joker, any incarnation of the Joker acts in any way, shape, or form, and all comic and film previously. So I, as an origin story, I think it's fucking stupid. Um, I like the film as a, as the film, but I don't like it him being the Joker. I think it's fucking dumb. And it's actually like, it insults the character of the Joker because the Joker is very intellectually brilliant, but he's also a madman. And this is just somebody with like a special needs dude with like, right place, right time. I just don't like it fucking bothers me. So, well, if they would have gone two more steps and they get really close, I mean, the way it closes is really, really close to it being a story he tells just to tell. If they would have gone the extra step and they would have made that what it was, they made the movie fine. And they're so close because he's in the room with the psychiatrist lady. He's laughing about the joke he remembered, which is the death of the family. But they don't go the extra step. If they went the extra step, this movie would fit just fine. Right. That's a story I like today. And then he kills her and walks off. And the movie's perfect. Right. Works fine. It doesn't matter what else happened. Everything fits because it's a story he tells. Everything we see in the movie could easily be a version of what he sees. So, like, as a thing, it would work fine. In this version of the story, he wasn't successful. He wasn't smart. He was just there in the right place. But I mean, they don't go the extra step, and that's where I think they fell as being a Joker Batman movie. I think that that's why it's not good, though. And that's why I don't think it... it, it all the nom... Like, People don't it, get that, though. When they look at the movies, they look and they say... uh Jack Nicholson was uh, Joe. Uh, what's uh, what's Jack Nicholson's name in the movie? Joker is. He's not Joe Chill, which is what it is in the comics. Shoot, why don't I remember this? Oh, Jack Ripper. Jack. Uh, Jack Nicholson is. Oh man, it's so stupid. And people at home are probably like, "You guys are idiots." Jack yeah. Napier. Napier. Yeah. They make Jack Napier the Joker's real name, and they make it a giant circle, and he's the one who shot Batman's parents. And all of us that read comics were like, "What the hell?" And everyone at home said, I know the Joker's name. Just like the internet said when Arthur Fleck was announced as a name. Oh, we all know the Joker's name now, everybody. Yeah, right. That's not the case. And that's not, not the truth at all. So if you love one, you have to love the other. And I'm not saying this movie's a bad movie. I think Joaquin did a great job acting. He did fantastic. And if it was called Arthur Fleck, and that's what this movie was. Or if it was called The Comedian or sure. The Clown sure. or anything else. Anything else, I say the guy deserves 100%. It's not his acting. Since we are judging on acting, I guess I'll take that back. Since we're judging on just acting, I think the guy deserves it. Because they're judging on acting. We're not judging on the script of the movie. We're not judging on what the movie had inside of it. We're judging on the acting of the movie. But you know what he's going to get rewards for? Not his acting, but for the movie being great. Yeah. Well... The problem is, his acting is amazing in it. What, what it is, is as basically people have said online in a massive thread that Tyler started on Facebook, a bunch of people said it as well, but... It's it's the it's the people talking about mental health and all this shit and like and bullying and fucking whatever else. It's just like it's just like it, it's it's the the soapbox. The soapboxes. Yeah, the academy is always about the soapbox, and like mental health has been a massive one this last year, and so they're going to give it to the soapbox because of that. Sure. So the the soapbox award goes to fucking Joker, which whatever. Huzzah. They're just like sucking the dick of fucking 
whatever's cool right now. It's like it's hip to be like, oh, yeah, we care about mental health. Like, you should have fucking cared about mental health like fucking ten decades ago, you fucking assholes. Whatever. Oh. What was that movie with the kid that could solve all the puzzles that had a... Uh, um, the Wizard? No. That's video games. <laughs> Not the same thing at all. Although that movie is similar. It's got a... Die Hard in it. What's the guy's name from Die Hard? Why can't I remember anything? The Sixth Bruce Sense? Willis. Bruce Willis. It's got Bruce Willis in it. The and Sixth it's about Sense? a kid. No. The Sixth Sense? No, it's not. It's, he's dead people. He can solve puzzles, too. It's not the same kind of puzzle. dead people. Not the same kind of puzzle. He's like, that guy does not crack codes. I see gay people. That's a different movie altogether. Um... Mercury Rising? There you go. Yeah, see, I remember that one. It only took a minute to get there. Yeah. Wine and Mercury Rising win any prizes. Down to there's a new superpower. Come on now. Right? Yeah. Can we move to the next category? I'm tired of talking about this. <laughs> Actor in a supporting role. We've got Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes, Al Pacino, The Irishman, Joe Pesci, The Irishman, and Brad Pitt, Once, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, I give dangs hundred times. I'm going to say that in this one, me personally, I, I think having seen... Yeah, I've seen all these movies, actually. Um, Tom Hanks' portrayal of Mr. Rogers was... Super good, and I think he should win it for this. As much as I love Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt's character and performance in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is fucking great when he beats the shit out of that fucking hippie for like slashing that tire, like in the end of it, it's all of it. But like, I think Tom Hanks is super good in that movie. Like, I, it's eerily dead on to Fred Rogers. Well, everything he does in that movie is actually him. Brad Pitt fighting the dude, the hippie. Was that a stuntman? Was that Brad Pitt? I'm going to say he was a stuntman. So, who really gets the accolades there? Editing for the fight sequence at the end? That's what I would say. So, yeah, I, I would also give it to Tom Hanks. Did I say that earlier? I think I did. Yeah. Who do I think will win it? Probably Brad Pitt. You think? Probably. I don't know, man. I haven't seen A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Okay, so my vote for who I want to win and who I think will win are the same, which is Brad Pitt. Really? Yeah. He won. Does he, does he have an Oscar? Mm. Nope. He won the Gold Golden Globes for it. He's another one that people he got nominated for Twelve Monkeys, but I think he didn't win. Right? Don't know. I'm saying he doesn't have one on the shelf. There's no time for them to award him. Everything else, he's the lead in. No, he's won. He's for won. Twelve Monkeys. Um, he won for twelve years a slave. Oh, yeah. Okay. About slaves, right? In that case, let's move to the two popes. I'm gonna say the two popes gets it again. I don't think he won one as himself. I think it just because he was in that movie. So I guess he's. Does that make you an Oscar winner because you're in the movie that wins? Not necessarily. I don't think so. He might have produced it. That would count. If he's a producer or executive producer, that would count. So, yeah, he probably was. Yeah, he was a producer. Yeah, there you go. That's why. Because it won Best Picture. But as an actor. Something. Yeah, that's a different actor, category. He hasn't won. So, since he hasn't won as an actor, can I switch back? Let's just switch back. Okay. He was nominated for 12 Monkeys as the fucking crazy dude in the loony bin, sure. and that was it. 
Um, right. He was nominated for uh, Moneyball as well. Oh, yeah. He was really good in that. That's Billy Bean. Billy Bean. Yeah. yeah. That's weird that he didn't win for Curious Case of Benjamin Button. He was really good in that, too. Especially as the baby. The old, the old baby. <laughs> the old, the old gray hair balding baby. Change my diaper, Kate Blanchett. Change, Change my it. diaper, but also suck my dick at the same time. Please. Gross. What's next? Actress in a leading role? Uh, Cynthia Erivo and Erivo and Harriet. Um, Scarlett. Johansson, a marriage story. Say it. Charisse. Sersha. Sersha, Ronan, Little Women, Charlize Theron, Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger and Judy. I think Renee Zellweger is going to win it. I think so too. Because again, mental health is a huge part of that film. So she kind of <sighs> Judy Garland goes kind of fucking crazy at the end towards the end of her life. See, that's rough too because Harriet's. The other soapbox, and it's only nominated for one thing. So uh, I don't see it getting anything. I'm gonna say Harriet. <laughs> Not that I want it to win, but I think that it will. Honestly, I, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think. I didn't watch any of these movies, so I think Renee Renee Zellweger wins. I want just because I think she's awesome. Charlie's Theron to win. But I think it'd be really cool if Scarlett Johansson won, but she's not going to in this case. Oh, the story of Harriet Tubman could be fucking badass. I haven't, I haven't seen that movie yet. So by the time this comes around, hopefully we've seen all these movies. Like we're pretty. I have Harriet. We're pretty ahead of the game this year. Last year was a, there was a shit ton that weren't released until like last minute. So I haven't watched any of these. Including Jojo Rabbit, which I actually want to watch. Oh. I refuse to watch Little Women. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> say that right now. Well, since you watch, what, what was the name, the movie that you watched with the cum-filled peach? Uh, call me by your name. Yeah, you watch that, so I'll watch Little Women. To t- I'll take one for the team this year. Okay, well, so I'm sure you're not going to watch anything as bad as a, a you're grown-ass right. man I'm, I'm eating a, a child cum-filled peach. I but feel like as the years go on, we each have to take one for the team, and I'll take it this year. Okay. Isn't Little Women done? Had been done before? Isn't like it? Or is it? Oh yeah. 1994 is the last time I remember it. Oh fuck! Who cares? I'll watch it anyway. My mom likes it, but I'm like, good for you. I don't fucking care. Your mom likes a few other things too. Oh thanks. Like knitting, and sewing. Not enough. (laughs) I don't know what that means. (laughs) It shows me a blanket. (laughs) Oh, that's right. It shows me a blanket. She owes us a. A Tom Hanks point. <laughs> so weird. And there is that. Tom and I were talking about that the other day. Like, yeah. where's our Tom Hanks blanket? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm you ask to call that bitch. Did you ask her? Yeah. yeah. Oh my you did. You should call her on the on the podcast one time and talk to her. We'll we'll be we'll be rated G. We promise. And be like, hey mom, where's my Tom Hanks blanket? Right. Yeah. For sure. Supporting actress. Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell, uh, Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Florence Puh, Little, Puh, Puh, Little Women, and Margot Robbie and Bombshell. I think Little Women will probably win. What? I think Little Women will probably win. I hope... I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I'm hoping Scarlett Johansson wins just because that movie... Look, the, 
it just looks so good. I think good. it's cool she got nominated in both categories. Yeah, that's, that's true. like some Meryl Streep shit. It is. That doesn't happen that often. No, it doesn't. Right. But I've she probably won't win either though. For both who I think and want to win, Margot Robbie. Even though I haven't seen that movie. It's about all the Me Too stuff that went on at Fox News, which right. is a big soapbox right now. It's been a still. Soapbox. It's been a soapbox, but it's supposed to be. Um, Charlize Theron plays. Um, what the fuck's her name? The blonde pundit from Fox News. I'm blanking on her name. Ke- uh, Megan Kelly. That's the one. Yeah. It's too recent a story, though. I think the Academy's going to be all about that movie for the. And, the, and it's about the dude who, like, that shit, but. the main guy from Fox at the time would be like, I want you to put on this lingerie, bend over, and show me her ass. But he's dead now, so, like, they can do whatever they want, which is, again, is fucking bullshit. They should have fucking called that cocksucker out years ago. You're going to be all rapey and weird. Just like fucking Harvey Weinstein. Like, fuck that guy. You know? Just, I'm saying. I'm just saying. It's an animated film. Feature film. Is that next? Mm-hmm. Get on it. I want Claws to win. What are the choices? Because it was incredible. What are the choices? The ir- No, wait. Wrong one. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. <laughs> I Lost My Body, which I don't know what that is. Claws. Missing Link. And Toy Story 4. I think by default, they give it to Toy Story 4. But there's been four of them. This is a new. Yeah, but I want Claws to win. Me too. Because I think it's of all good. the bullshit Christmas movies that come out over however many years, like that one was really good. It was good. The animation was pretty awesome. Animation was good. The writing was good. The animation was so good. Yeah. And it was kind of, it was, it was like refreshingly different. Yes. That's why I liked it. It wasn't all... Su- it had this feel the whole time, too, like, even though it was a Christmas movie, like, it was very reserved about it, too. Right. Which was cool. It was like, that's a Christmas movie you can probably watch any time of the year and not be too like, oh, this is... Right. This is too Christmassy. It's just like, you, you could probably watch that any month and be like, this is a good movie. Sure. Animation was so good, and the story was yeah, I like. It wasn't J.K. Simmons' claws? I don't know. I, think, I didn't I think, even. I didn't even. I was yeah. so engrossed in it that I didn't even pay attention to whose voice was who. I was just. I just enjoyed it. It was so good that Tori, who was my girlfriend, loved it. There you go. She doesn't love anything. She doesn't really like Christmas movies that much. Or and Christmas. she was like, "That was really good." Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So what do you think will actually win? Toy Story 4. I don't think Toy Story 4 is going to win, actually. Um, but I don't know. Missing Link was like, eh. I don't know what I Lost My Body is. I'm not sure what that That's, is. Yeah, so. I haven't seen that, that one, but I've seen the other ones. Um, Cinematography. So let's go back and forth. So I don't have to. You read this, the cartoons, so I'll do. Cinematography, The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I went and saw 1917 today. CBS, I saw it the other day. I think cinematography should for sure go to them. 
I don't know if it will necessarily. I have a feeling Joker's just going to get its dick sucked the entire fucking time. I, do, I hope it doesn't because the way 1917 moves and it, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's incredible. Yeah. It's, I don't, I've never seen anything like it. It was fucking badass. So Yeah, it moves really crazy. I think the only thing that could give it a run for its money but won't win is The Lighthouse because I just watched it for a movie that shot in black and white. In black and white. <laughs> And um, what's the aspect ratio, like the old aspect ratio, not what we watch now on TVs, but like for an old tube TV, it was shot in that. So it even has the bars on the side for a movie that looks as old as it does and black and white and super dark. It's some of the best cinematography I've ever seen. So if they really want to give it to an underdog... That would be the winner, but clearly Roger Deakins. One nineteen one. It's because it's shot in thirty five millimeter. Yeah, but clearly Roger Deakins, who did you know the Blade Runners and a bunch of other shit, and then you think about I haven't seen nineteen seventeen yet, but the fact that they made it look like one continuous shot, I'm like that'd be hard to film. So I feel like he deserves it. It's like it's. It is one continuous shot, but it's also just one camera. It's just one camera view the entire time, and the can it just it walks with the characters and moves from just a dip. It just but it walks around like it'll walk around them at certain times, but it just it flow. It's just a con a constant flow. It kind of took what Birdman did a little bit, right? But like kind of did it cleaner and less. I, I think it's less arty. If that makes any sense, like, Birdman was, like, trying to be artsy, weird, kind of, like, be that, like, how it just follows, but, like, it, this one, the way that it's so, it's so fluid, it's so cool, man, I don't know. Just having, the, the way that the sets are designed, and the way that it, at certain times, walks around things, that it, it the set's so, such a massive full set, that you, you there's no, like, Soundstage, like oh, we're just gonna film, but like you don't see what's behind us. It's it's the entire thing. So the way it moves is pretty impressive. If it doesn't win for that editing, it should win for. And it's yeah, that's the only other thing. It's really like if it's not cinematography, and you want to call it something else, it should be the editing. Yeah, I'd like it if one or two. So there's that. Costume design. We have The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What I think will win is Little Women, but what I would like to win is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I also think the three of us need to see Jojo Rabbit, because I don't really know what that's working with. Right. From what I've seen from the previews and stuff, it looks amazing. But I think Once Upon a, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... It's that that movie's. I watched it like about was it two weeks ago? I watched it. Like, I messaged you earlier. Like, that movie was fucking great. Like I thought it was phenomenal. But um, well, the costume design they do a great job of making yeah. the seventies. Mm-hmm. Like so, the seventies. Like so good. Like that's why I think you're probably right about Little Women. The decades just so different. And the problem with clothing is that it comes back in fashion. 
And if you can go buy a pair of go-go boots at the store, not that impressive. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Not that it doesn't look the right era, because it does. I feel like the Academy just always goes after, like... I'd like Jojo Rabbit to win, because just for the commercials, everything looks awesome. Right. But, yeah, the Academy's just like, oh, this meets our criteria. This should probably win. Sure. You know. Like I say, with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the problem is that a lot of the clothing they wear in those scenes, because fashion goes back in cycles, you can go buy. Mm-hmm. So is it really that impressive? The granted, they do have different styles, because we have the, country, the Western thing, we have the uh, TV shots of him being on TV with classic costumes. So it has a lot of different little pieces. But those little pieces don't affect the whole movie. Where Little Women, it's the entire movie. But, yeah, I don't... As a thing, I prefer Jojo Rap. So as a did-you-know part of the Little Women, um, the costume designer, um, Jacqueline Duran, made several duplicate costume pieces for Joe and Laurie to make it seem like the characters share clothes. So, I mean, that might be kind of... One of those things that... Yeah, we should... I think... By That's the, pretty impressive. By the time we do the Oscar one, that I think we're going to try and do a live one. I think I've kind of figured out how we can do it. Yeah, we should. But um, we should do, like, together all to sit and decide, like, should we do one as, as a group or should we do each of our own? Where we where we pick and what, how we debate it and, like, see if we can win a trip with, like, who we think is going to win everything. I mean, I think we still do it all together. We can make our own picks. I mean, we have ones that we want to win, but the ones we think they're going to win, like... Right. I think we're on to pretty much in just, like, decision that we know what will probably get it. Yeah. That's the problem with the Academy, is it's... It's gotten pretty predictable. Ridiculously. Over the years, it's it's gotten worse. Yeah. But, yeah. So, directing... Who's next? Irishman, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Um, I haven't seen Parasite yet, so... So I tried to watch this two nights ago and didn't realize... Like, I knew it had... I knew it was like a heavy Asian cast story, but I didn't know it was all going to be in Japanese or whatever it's in. Subtitled, yeah. And the copy I have doesn't have subtitles, so I was five minutes in, like, well, I'm not going to watch this, because I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But I really want to watch it, so I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to find a good copy of something when it has subtitles. So this would be one, like, I'd, I'd be into buying just to watch it. Right. But... I don't think Scorsese is going to win for the Irishman. I just don't. Um, Joker has a. I think it's got again. I think it's got that soapbox chance to win as director. Nineteen seventeen. The way that it's shot and the way that it looks and feels and after seeing it today, a director had to. Without a fucking amazing director, that movie wouldn't work in any at all. So no. so and then once once upon a time in Hollywood, I think. Again, Tarantino did a, he did a fucking great job. It's a great movie, but I I really think that 1917 has a really good chance to win this. It's my vote for who I want to win and who I think will win. So 
Sam Mendez. He won for did he win for American Beauty? I know it won Best Picture, but I don't know if he won for Best Director. I think he did. Ninety nine. Who else was in that race? Um, for he has one for best director for American Beauty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think he could get a second one, honestly. But they could give it to Todd Phillips for Joker. Who knows? As being someone that usually makes comedies, it might be one of those situations where Joker's in all these categories, but the only one that's actually going to win is best actor. Because I don't know if the directing in it is like. You're not like, holy shit, the director of this is really good. I think when you watch it, you're just like, wow, Joaquin's doing a great job. Like, this is right. a crazy character. You know, because nothing else in it, like, really, like, stands out massively to me. It's right. like... Yeah. The score. The score, the score is good. But... But I will say, comparatively to what... When we get to score, the score is just good compared to, like, what it was up against. Yeah. Um... I think we can skip both documentaries because we don't know anything about any of them, right? I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> like, who actually sees that shit? It's hard to... I don't know where we would see it. It's yeah, hard, like, it's hard to see that. It's always, they vote on it, and it's like, where the fuck do we see that? Right. Where do the viewers see it? So You can maybe find it. Film editing, I think. Ford vs. Ferrari, The Irishman, Judge a Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. Ford vs. Ferrari is really pretty good. I gotta go Ford v. Ferrari on this. I know you haven't seen it, Josh, but... But I'm stoked as fuck to see it, because I've heard nothing but amazing things about good, it. How good the movie is in general, but then the editing is like... Yeah, for a movie it's about insane. race cars, it's, it's insane. Great. It's it's It should have got more nominations than it did. Hmm. Christian Bale... He's good. He should have been nominated. I know he's nominated all the time. Matt Damon also. But... Both they both killed it in that yeah. movie and just got overlooked. Like, did you really need to give two people from the Irishman a nomination? I mean, you're not going to give any awards. Yeah, yeah, like, you're wasting your time on that. What's going on? Right. But yeah, I think I think that takes it for editing. With the international film, unless Josh is something else about editing? Nope. Okay. Oh, wait, so... Parasites on that too. It's a foreign film, so yes. And Best Picture, though. Yep. That's why I think he's going to win Best Picture. Seems like a conflict of interest. The best Director, I guess. Hmm. It's on Best Picture as well. Crazy. That makes no sense. But it's a foreign film. That's why. That way they can give it the foreign win and not give it the other one. Hmm. Huzzah. Win win. Oh, the other ones I've never heard of them. How Makeup. The f- how the fuck is Corpus Christi like on this list, but it hasn't even been released yet? This is not yet released. Expected April twenty second, twenty twenty. Must have come out in a film, like a uh, award show or something. Yeah. Huh. Makeup and hairstyling. We got Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil in nineteen seventeen. I'm going with Bombshell on both. Three pretty ladies you have to make look pretty all the time. Yeah. So when it comes to makeup and hairstyling, I mean, I think makeup as in, like, the way that the characters look and 
19, I, again, I think 1917, like the, the realism in this film and because there's so many close-ups because there's one camera shot like on their faces a lot. You see a lot of crazy shit, and there's a lot of dead bodies, and there's a lot. Like, there's there's a lot that's all. Bodies. That's all fucking makeup. Yeah, I think 1917 of all those ones deserves to fucking win. But I mean, again, I haven't seen Bombshell yet, but it's all men though, for the most part, right? So it is they men's. always go female-heavy movies on makeup. Yeah, but fuck, dude. When you see it, you're gonna be like. Or like a Tim oh, Burton movie, shit. which isn't in here, so... I don't think Maleficent should even... I think that's fucking That dumb. is weird that that's in there, but... I think Ju- it's good, you know, I don't know. But my, my pick for who I think's gonna win is Judy, because they make fucking Renee Zellweger look like Judy Garland. Crazy. Right. That's so I, she have to I think that one should win. Plastic surgery. Right. <laughs> I'll give you all the dead bodies and all the makeup, but a lot of those dead bodies might not have been real people. No, but even, like, even the people who are alive and, like, the... <laughs> like the war wounds, like th- there's like they're going through different camps and different things, and people like having like legs blown off and shit. That's makeup. That's all fucking real shit. So that's why I think it should win. That's what I want to win again. But I think that uh, Judy might take it just because the way they make Renee Zellweger look just like Judy fucking Garland. Might be right. Original song, Tyler. No score. Whatever. Score, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, which I think they're going to give it to the female who did Joker, Hildur, whatever her last name is, even though she won for the Golden Globe, I think, you know, they're looking to give out awards to females, so she she might take it. I think the score, personally, was just okay. Yeah, I think... But it's, I, th- I think John Williams as a lifetime achievement because of, of the entire saga and everything. It's the last Star Wars he's doing, but he's won so fucking many. Um, How many has he won for Star Wars, though? I'm going to say for Star Wars, probably none. Yeah, exactly. the original Star Wars movies were. What did he win for? Schindler's List, maybe, or fucking... Doesn't matter. Something that the Academy would eat up like candy, not a movie yeah, about Star space. Wars. The original Star Wars is George never joined the uh, the association to be able to have his movies entered into the option. Of course he didn't. You have to be a member of the SAG, I guess is what it is. Whatever it is, you have to be a member of. He's not a member. He also created Jar Jar Binks. What does that have to do with anything? I was just saying for the record. <laughs> he did win for um, Best Music Original Score, Schindler's List. Nailed that one, Tyler. Nice. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> he won Not for, Home Alone, though. He won for E.T. That was a good one, for sure. He won for Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope. Did he? Yep. He hmm. won for Jaws. Jaws was pretty classic. And he won for uh, Fiddler on the Roof, which he should have won that for sure. So, yeah. One thing I will say is that I did watch Marriage Story, and I don't remember the music at all. So why the fuck is it nominated for a score? <laughs> a good question. It's just talking and talking and talking. And then talking to a therapist and talking to each other and talking to a therapist <laughs> And talking to each other. And I'm like, is there even music in that movie? Sounds god awful. But I don't know. I think 
maybe, maybe Longshot 1917 could have a chance in that, too. I know it's Thomas Newman, right? Yeah, and I, I did see it to just today, so I am kind of on the fucking sucking a stick roller coaster. But yeah. the score, I was like, I was what? I was at one point, I was like, I went with Mike the Marine, and I leaned over, and I was like, dude, this music is fucking incredible. He's like, what? And, I, and he's because he doesn't. He's like, not everyone thinks about this. I know, but I was know? just like, and I, I was like, the fucking score is amazing. He's just like, we well, got yeah, yeah, I guess. And then, but I was just like, I I was because I. I went in knowing it was going to be good, but I didn't know it was going to be great. And that was one of those things when you go in knowing it's going to be good, so you could easily be let down on that situation. Then you watch it and you're like, wow, nope, that was fucking great. That's what it was. And so, like, when you go into something thinking it's going to fucking suck and it's fucking really good, you're like, that's a good surprise. And then when you go into something, oh, it's going to be great, and then it's fucking terrible. Because I thought Solo was going to be fucking good, and it wasn't. So, you know how that goes. Anyway... That's how I feel about 1917. So I want 1917 to win. Who I think's gonna win is Joker. But my second of who I hope to win is Star Wars. So I wanted to, but I think I think Joker's actually gonna. Why is Mirror's story in there? Again, good question. We haven't seen Little Women, so like I can't, we can't speak to that. But I don't know. But it was a that one was. I'm gonna try to say this right. Alexandre Sorcha, Sorcha, who's who's a very good composer, so I can see why that one's probably in there. But Marriage Story, like I could have played the fiddle with my asshole, and that would have been the music, and no one would have known because it's just talking <laughs> constantly. <laughs> it's original song. I don't remember any of these songs. I I don't either, but I just voted Rocket Man because it's the only thing that's fucking. That's actually on any of these nominations for Rocket Man, so Yeah, I feel like that Frozen Two is gonna win though. Probably right. Because I feel like when it's an actual song, Disney just like puts it all in. Or music. Harriet. There's another Harriet one, dude. Say, I guess there's two. There's a Harriet one. You might be wrong. I didn't realize there was two for it. That Let It Go shit. Like, the first Frozen, though, like, the songs were so fucking catchy and they were everywhere. I feel like it, it, it'll, it'll win again. But, I mean, the I'm Gonna Love You, Love Me Again, isn't that, like, an actual, like, John, Elton John song? Why would it be? Apparently it's not. I think it is, though. I don't know. I just voted for that one. <laughs> it's in the category of original songs, so it means it didn't exist before. I thought that when the Golden Globes announced it. So, let's get Best Picture to last. Um, All right. Let's do. Can we do this? Let's let's do. Let's do. Let's go. Well, animated short films. I don't think we've seen any of us have seen those. Nope. Um, live action short films. We haven't seen those either. Right. Nope. No. Okay. So, um, production design. Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. I think we're all going to agree on this one, right? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's fucking amazing. But they shut down Hollywood Boulevard three days apiece, two different times, just to make that shit look like that. I know what you're saying. But also... When they were filming nineteen, oh, the 1917 shit, like, when they're go, when they're walking you through that shit, like, 
they built those fucking trenches. They built that fucking barbed wire waste, like wasteland, the fucking fallen cities. Like that shit is intense, man. I just need, I need to see it. So between, I, can actually... I, I think it's between those two. I don't think any of the other ones should even be up for it. Like, I think it's, it's between those two though, because I've seen both. Like, I've seen the Irishman. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit or Parasite, but Irishman, but is good, but it's not. But 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, though, for those two, that makes you feel like you're in California in the fucking 60s. It's pretty incredible as well. So, either of those win, but... It's fine. Um, Sound editing. Fuck. I haven't seen Ford vs. Ferrari yet, so I think that the sound on that one plays a major role in it. It does. All the race car stuff and the engine hums. Mm-hmm. I don't know cars, and I care less about racetracks. Most of the time, this movie is amazing with that. But remember, I know this is a kind of a cheesy like callback, but remember in um, Gone in 60 Seconds? Yeah. When, uh, uh, Robert, Robert Duvall, is it Robert Duvall? Like, is, is like, pushes play on the tape recorder, and he's like, oh, Lamborghini, this, this, right. or whatever. No, yeah. I think that, like, car people, like, people who know oh, automobiles sure. and know engines, like, yeah. if it's the wrong engine, they wouldn't, by sound oh, yeah, alone, sure. they would know, so I think that could be huge in sound it is. 100%, yeah. Options were Ford vs. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Star Wars Return of Sky- Rise of Skywalker. I'd like Skywalker to win. I think Ford vs. Ferrari deserves the win. What I think will actually win is probably Joker. Because it's a stupid category. And even though it's things that really matter a lot, most people don't pay attention. I haven't even seen it, and I think 1917 is going to win, and I think that's what I want to win. I agree. I, I think when I see it, I'll be like, yeah, that should win. Kind of like Dunkirk. Dude, I went to see Dunkirk. You know, when yeah. we went to see Dunkirk, Dunkirk I was like, won, didn't if that they? doesn't win like every sound thing ever... It's it's, it's the same kind of like, shit, though. If I'm watching this movie and I'm, like, uh, like covering my ears because I'm just, like, I feel like I'm there, that means they did a good job. Yeah. So if it's anything like that, then I think war movies are hard to beat on sound always, I feel like. I agree. I think it'll win. Um, I hope it will win. That's That's kind of mine on that one. Sound mixing... See, you know, that Ad Astra just fucking pop in out of nowhere. I like that it's in there though because it was really, really underrated. Right, but it's just like out of the blue. That's that's one of the ones that gets nominated. I guess there's a fine line too though, because it's like, so, all right. So most people don't know the difference between sound mixing and sound editing. Right. You know, to most people, it's the same thing, and it's not. But but how do we, even as people that know the difference, know, like, what someone that makes the sound went through? Right. Like, how, like, that's something, how does the Academy even vote on that? I don't think, I think they're a bunch of dickheads, so. I don't yeah. <laughs> right. I, I, I want to say 1917 to win that as well, but. Um, that would be my guess as well. Just because, so, when you, spe- when you bring up Dunkirk. Didn't they win both editing and mixing? I believe so, yeah. But, like, so the mixing is 
basically like it's silent at some point because they're just like two dudes walking through a field and it's like the sound of the wind basic little bit or I think it's how it's layered in there. Yeah. And what then you, yeah, what you hear yeah. first. And then editing. Yeah. I mean, it's just pretty sure that's how it works. <clears throat> What's the most important thing in the scene? Is it the voices? Is it the wind? Is it the bullet? Is it the sound of the grass cracking? I mean, I'd say Ford versus Ferrari again, but it's the same. And things are so close to each other that it'd be nice if two different ones won. But as far as things, it's hard to beat war movies simply because there's so many different pieces. And 1917 is really good. But because Ford vs. Ferrari, like, those are such two different fucking, en- like, completely, oh, completely different engines and the way that they're designed and built. Like, I almost wonder if Ford vs. Ferrari will be the one that wins this one because of that. Like, I don't know. It's going to be be, t- be I never saw Ed Astra, I would say, yeah, I, I would want Ford vs. Ferrari because of that. Um, visual effects. I'm gonna take this one, CBS. I mean, I can try. Avengers: Endgame, Irishman, Lion King, 1917, Rise of Skywalker. I would like Avengers. I I think Lion King will win it. I would like Avengers: Endgame too. I think, but that, I also would have liked Avengers: Endgame to be nominated for a shit more than it was. Like yeah. Best Picture. Yeah. Yeah. You tell me, Black Panther can be nominated for Best Picture, and Avengers Endgame can't. All we really need to do is find out Tony Stark has a little bit of downs, so we'll be fine. <laughs> That's a good um, point. But it's also not, because I thought Peanut Butter Falcon was incredible about a kid with Down Syndrome. Too much. And what is it they tell, what, what, in, what happens there? Nothing. In Tropic Thunder, what is it they tell us about, about Cuba Gooding Jr.? Can't go full. Ah, you can't go full, but you can go full if you already are full. It's true. Doesn't doesn't he's, he's he has Down syndrome. It's true. Because I'll say that movie is better than one of, of the ones I've seen. At least three of those movies on best film. So hey, what year did that come out? Was that last year? Yeah, no, yeah, same year, and it hasn't been nominated for anything. Do you yeah. think they were really worried? That is Down syndrome too mild for the Academy? Shia LaBeouf would be like because it's real. That's why. If it wasn't real, it's fine. You're acting it. Good. To real, real? Nope. Fuck that shit. That movie you was so You might be right, good. but it's so bullshit. Saying, it's I don't like, mean it's right, because it really isn't. It resonates with me a little more, because I have a twin sister with Down syndrome, so the fact that it got no play in any of this shit pisses me off. I agree with you. And it was a fucking incredible movie. Like, you can, you can have gays and black people and whatever all day long, but... Down syndrome is not an important subject. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, bullshit. So, even Shia, like I thought, Shia was so good. He's good in everything, though. He is, and he gets overlooked every <laughs> he does. fucking time it's because he's crazy. If he wasn't crazy, Joaquin Phoenix is fucking insane. Well, that's true. Joaquin Phoenix is way worse. Yeah, that's true. Way worse, that's and true. not in a good way. No, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm hoping it. I'm hoping Endgame. Uh, Even for score, in-game score that that should be in yeah, here. Why I, is Marriage I, Story <laughs> in here and Endgame is not? I agree. That's a good question. No. One of I repeat in. again. <laughs> I watched Marriage Story. 
I don't remember music. <laughs> like, at all. It's hilarious. And it's one of the first things I notice in a movie. You know, I don't think Lion King deserves it. I mean, it was okay, no. but, it, it you know, when they're trying to do, like, quote-unquote live action, that one was so fucking animated. I liked it. It was fine. But, like, it was just, like, a cleaned-up, more animated version of the first one. Like, the the original. Like, it wasn't, like, that much different. It wasn't at all. It was, like, super... Th- I mean, and I love... John Favreau. It was the only part of that movie that I was like, uh, I've seen this before. And it's just... Like, the Jungle Book... Real had so, looking like, instead of being... The Jungle drawn. Book at least had people in it, you know, and things like... And it, I don't know. I just, the story I, was, like, kind of different, though. The way they shot it was kind of different. Yeah, but it, I still don't think that it was. it's worth... Visual effects. Um, the Irishman. No, I'm saying like Jungle Book versus Lion King. Yeah. Jungle Book had, like, it wasn't like you had seen that exact movie before. Exactly. And Lion King, it was like. You've seen that exact movie What almost. is different in this other than it looks real? I mean, that's it, really. Yeah. So I think, I mean, really, I take Lion King and The Irishman out of that because, I mean, The Irishman. It, like, it's that weird, like, de-aging thing that they're doing. It looks fucking weird in that movie. It is the one thing that threw me off. Like, it's a good movie. I like it. A little bit too fucking long. But, and I say that because I like long movies, but, I mean, I would say, to me, 1917 would be, I'd do Avengers, then Star Wars, the 1917. Because I think the visual effects um, in 1917, there's like... There's not the effects. I think it's a lot of it's like full on real shit. Uh, there's not a lot of like blue screen or green screen shit. There's not a lot of like I think. I mean, Avengers. What they do. What Avengers Endgame does is like unbelievable. It just sucks because like they deserve more. I thought they were gonna get. 100%. A, I thought they were gonna get a return the Return of the King thing, but I think that's it's just like comedies. I think there's st- like proper comic book movies are still not getting their just dessert. Like I really don't. Well. But Joker is. It's not really it's comic not, book it's not a comic book movie. But it, that, it has a comic book movie name. That's it. But it's not really a comic book movie. Right, but it stole the thunder from the comic sure. book movie that deserved it. Yeah. It at least deserved a Best Picture nomination, a Best Film Score nomination... At least the two. At least those. And I was costume, maybe. Well, so also, I mean, also sound editing. I mean, how is that not right. included in that mix? Like, Ad Astra can make it in there, but in-game can't? Makeup and hairstyling? There's, yeah. There's a lot of fucking makeup shit in that, like, that's not there. True. I didn't really ever think Downey would get anything out of that, but I thought maybe there's a chance he could have some kind of a nomination for that. Maybe, but yeah. Maybe if they didn't have two people from the Irishman in supporting role, then <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Um, adapted screenplay: The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, which I think is adapted. It must be from a short, a short story or something. 
I don't, I haven't, uh, Joker, which is fucking again weird. Is it because the Joker is a character, like, based off of a comic book, technically? Yes, I'd have to say that's what it is. Little Women is... is Based in reality, how can that count? Right. Uh, Little Women and Two Popes, um, I actually think this is gonna be one that the Irishman wins. Was the Irishman a novel? Or a book? Um, it's an adapted screenplay from, it's based off of a book, I think, written by the guy that, um, De Niro plays called I Paint Houses. Huh. It's based, okay. the, guy, the guy that kills Jimmy Hoffa, um, blanked on his name right offhand, but I'm pretty sure that it is, it's based off of his book that he wrote about the whole situation. Pretty sure. Okay, then. Give it to it. But, um, a, then original screenplay, Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time, Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Uh, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to win this one. It won the Golden Globe, but I haven't seen Knives Out yet, and I've heard nothing but amazing things That's about the it. one I'm like, it is pretty I good. feel like I have to see that before I can judge this, but if I had to say right now, then I think Once Upon a Time. But also, 1917, the screenplay, like, it's based off of the director's, like, great-grandpa's, like, sto- stories, stories that he told yeah. them about World War One. So it could win it as well, because it's a pretty cool fucking story. I guess if, if 1917 took a shit ton of them, I'd be okay with it, and I haven't even seen it yet. It's good. And that's, that says a lot. Like, I know that, like, I... I I fucking suck dick about certain things. I get on I get on a thing and I'm like won't won't let up on it. But when CBS just straight up says that that's good, like he's impressed with it that much. That's that means a lot because you were kind of like you were like I have to see it to like understand like this whole one shot thing. Like you like you kind of like you were skeptical and you kind of it's not actually one shot, but the way it's put well, together. No, it but it's that way. But it's from one one. Oh yeah, it's one. Camera. It's one angle. camera. The, the, direct, the direct, the the right way to describe it is it's one camera shot. Yeah. Now that it's one shot, it's put together in a way that it's edited so seamlessly that, that it seems like it's one it, shot. It feels like it could be. It feels like you could be another asshole walking with the two guys, it, and it being there yourself. The way it moves, and it doesn't do things like wide shots, full shots. When it has wide shots, it's because the camera turns to show you the full shot. It's not because it cut to another scene where you see the house from outside. Right. So, like, those things are very impressive. Well, the other thing is, is, like, when was the last time a war movie just, like, swept the Oscars? Saving Private Saving Ryan. Saving Private Ryan, right? I mean, I guess right? so. 98, Saving Private Ryan? Ryan? Just, one, just the two, just the sound ones. Oh, okay. Which it should have won more, I thought, because Dunkirk was fucking great. It didn't win more because it was short. It had very little dialogue. I mean, maybe that's... Both those reasons, but yeah, sure. So maybe this is like maybe it could be the next Saving Private Ryan in terms of awards. I guess we'll see. All right, so here's the big one. Let's get to it. Best Picture: Ford vs Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. And Endgame. Just kidding. <laughs> should be. I do think the Endgame should be in this category, and I do think it sh- I think that the fact that if you're going to give it for to Return of the King for the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy, which was amazing, it deserved it, but they won, they clean, they won like almost everything that year. Mm-hmm. But, I, and I, they're just not taking comic movies seriously, and the fact that this is the culmination 
of 20 plus fucking movies that all are intricately interwoven with one another and they all connect but that's not what the award's supposed to be about but but they gave Even it to the but, they, but they gave it to return of the king for that reason doesn't matter it for it wasn't, it shouldn't have been then that's not what it's supposed to be but they didn't give they didn't give like two towers or fellowship shit but when return of the king came out they're like okay now that it's all done to make sure you didn't fucking shit the bed at the end we're gonna give it to you, give you some shit for it. But like, Endgame was so fucking good. None of us had any issues with it. Like, we nitpicked it a little bit, but like, honestly, we all liked it. Sure. I mean, you you hated the time travel I'm shit a little this. bit, but I'm gonna say I think if it had a, I I'd almost say that I think In- Infinity War had a better chance to win, but Black Panther had to be the one that year to fucking get all the nominations. Right. If they would have pushed that one instead. I don't know. Of the two movies, I like Infinity War better, and I think it's a masterpiece. But see, I feel like we got to play the black card on this. See, I, I I don't think of them as two movies. I think of it as one big movie. They they go so seamlessly together. They do, but they're not. But they, the fact that they're not the same movie. But they are really though. I mean, yeah, they should have been called Infinity score, War Part I mean. One and Two. <laughs> well, even if it that was, that could have changed technically the been different. Yeah, that could have changed the awards part of this, like for sure. Just like the fucking last Harry Potter movie was they sp- the last book slash movie they split into two movies. The like the fucking Hunger Games they split into two. Like, oh, I understand. I understand what you're saying. I, just, I you know, whatever. It didn't get any. It didn't get any love whatsoever. And what they did was amazing. And they're like, well, they took all the money, so we're going to give awards. To other people. I mean... Right, that's kind of what it is. I, I think it kind of is, though. No, I don't disagree. I mean, I think that Once Upon a Time on Hollywood is fucking amazing. I think 1917 is amazing. I think The Joker was a really, really good movie. I think that the reason that it's it's nominated is for the wrong reasons. That's why it bugs me. But it is a good movie. It was well done. Um, I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. I wish... As soon as we do, and then or Ford vs Ferrari, but the Irishman I thought was really, really good as well. I just, I think Endgame deserves to at least get a nomination. It's bullshit that it didn't. So I'm gonna pick uh, the best overall film, 1917, is what I think is gonna win. That's what I picked for both. But I think Joker's gonna get it for some odd reason. I don't remember who won the Golden Globe. I don't remember. I think 1917 did. Did it? I think so. I don't remember. But you know, they have two different categories for whatever. Oh, right, yeah. Like best drama or whatever, and then best... So... Um, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, 1917 won. Um, Who won the other one? Musical or comedy, Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because it's technically yeah. a fucking comedy, I guess. Comedy, somehow. It was a Which, little funny, but... Which I, I wish that they, the if, I wish they split the category. Honestly, I, f- I wish they split the category the same way. It'd, be, it'd probably make it a little bit easier. Sure, because those are the two mo- movies to me deserve it. Uh, but again, I haven't seen Ford vs Ferrari or Jojo Rabbit. But yeah, well, yeah, Ford v Ferrari definitely got overlooked a lot, just based on what I have seen. And with this list, 
That show's really good. But. Yeah. So there it is. So we're going to try and do, like, I think I figured out how we can do it. But, um, again, we'll see how it goes. I'm going to try and do a live. Hear your words. A Facebook live version of this. Of this. Well, that's a different thing. Like, you're just using your phone, turning it on. Well, but we'll, I think. Aim it. Well, but I think I'm going to plug in, like, the sound, like, an output from, like, do, like, a splitter output to my phone, too, so it gets all three voices, and then we put it up, so it's not just, like, I think it'll work that way. I think it'll be more chaotic, but mute the commercials, I guess it'll be fine. I guess we'll try. Worst comes worst, it sucks, so it's fine. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll figure it out when we get there, but, Yeah. I want to see some other people's. So, like, if you guys are listening and go to um, just Google Oscars 2020 ballot and it's like a, a sheet, I want to see some other people's sheets. I want to see what other people have to say. I want to see, like, Connors. I want to see Tom's. I want to see Butch's. I want to see. Because we have, like, about, what'd you say, about 150 listens on Podomatic? Some of them, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've kind of, I haven't, I'm behind. I haven't been listening to each episode. So well, I don't either. It's one less than that, but I start hearing my voice, and I'm like, "Nope, I'm done." Hate my voice. So, um, but I'm curious, like the people, like we have got some more social media presence going. Like we've got some more listens and some likes and things like that, like from other random places. I do want to, oh, I do want to hear about that. Um, see what other people have to say. So that night, I don't know sure what we're gonna do, but we'll figure it out. And um, other than that, thanks for taking a listen. So, I think I think in between we're gonna do. I'm not sure we do. We have a couple next few a few episodes before that comes out, so we'll figure something out in the middle. I could do Jason Reitman since I was talking about it already. Robert Downey Jr. would be a good one. Yeah. So anyway, right. check us out on social media. Never been done podcast. Just type it in. It'll come up. Check out our uh, once Tyler gets it all fucking lined out. The our YouTube channel. The Valley Feed. Is it just Valley Feed or The Valley? Valley Stream. Valley Stream. So. Better than Bayside. <laughs> if that's the name of it, that'd be funny. Better than Bayside Stream? That can be our no. slogan. Better than Bayside. <laughs> do we have slogans for that? I don't know if you do or not. <laughs> anyway, if there's some of these movies you haven't seen, go check them out because they're all worth watching. Um, Except Joker. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, Mary's story, all I've heard about it is it has no soundtrack, and it's terrible. Yeah, you can skip that. <laughs> there you go. I mean, one of them's from Star Wars, one of them's from Avengers. That's why neither one of those got nominated in there. Cause no, but it's not a bad movie. Actors from both those I have, in there. But I've watched it, though. It's not a bad movie. It's just it's just slow and kind of like, hmm. It was, it was a joke. Why, why Avengers Endgame is not in the list, and why... It's horse shit. Star Wars is in the list, because... Mary's story has both of them in it. Yeah. I no, do think only me. Okay, whatever. My biggest issue is the actor in a supporting role. There's two Irishmen, but not anybody from Jojo Rabbit or Ford vs. Ferrari. Or Christian Bale should have been in there. I said that already, but I'm saying it again. I just, I don't know. Well, what about 1917? Those guys fucking kill it. Maybe because they're both supporting, but both lead, or, but I don't want to ruin anything, so. Isn't Anthony Hopkins Irish? 
No. That'd be three Irishmen in the thing. No? He's not there Irish. You go. Nice, <laughs> nice joke, but no. Uh, it was either him or Brad Pitt. The other option was Tom Hanks, and right. Hanks isn't Irish. Are you sure? Pretty sure. <laughs> All right. Take that, Tyler. All right. Love you. Hootie hoo!